0: You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and trade it in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail? And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
5: Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. And join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing? singing the song of angry men? This is a so beautiful. Oh, the
1: Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control America, you're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm.
5: I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here.
6: You know the question, just as I did.
1: Back fuckers to another true conspiracy. True conspiracy number 72. What is next? 72. What's, What's next? next? What is next? Ooh. Lots of shit. Yeah. And I just looked up something that kind of weird shit. little bit.
7: Yeah. No, not really. Okay. I
1: kind of figured it. I kind of knew it. I just had to piece all the pieces together. Now I got it though. We already got a bunch of people sitting in the green room.
7: We do. Yeah. So uh well, Liana.
4: Without further ado.
7: Hello, Liana. Hi, everybody. And Vince.
4: Hey, how you doing? Hey, Liana. Hey, uh, Mick and V. Welcome. What's going welcome,
7: on? Welcome,
4: welcome, welcome. Another day in paradise. Yeah.
7: Right. Out on the left coast for you, Vince, huh? How's all that the paradise way. Treating you? It's
4: polar opposite of you guys. It's uh, another world out here. Still left- wonderland. but Yeah, where are you at? Washington State. Oh,
7: Jesus.
4: Call me Washington State. Ooh. Yeah, right up against the ocean, right where the Russians or Japanese are going to storm the shore. So I'll let you all know.
1: Yeah, just give us
4: a heads up. Be like, hey, get
1: ready, because it will take me a little bit, because I have to dive a pond to get guns out of it. There you go. How are you all doing? Good, good, good. Good.
8: Good. Well, People are going to wonder why all the dead gators are in the bottom of the pond, but each dead gator is concealing something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a large wound. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, honestly. Yeah. So it's weird. I was just looking this up because it's been something that's bugging me. And I wanted to tell me something. Do you guys know what happened in the world of AI on August 27th of
4: 2023?
1: No. No? Okay, first of all, why is August 27th probably one of the more important dates? No idea. Because in the Terminator movies, August 27th, 1997 was the day that mankind tried to turn off Skynet. And Skynet became self-aware and the world went to war. Now, I bring that date up very interestingly enough. They took, an AI in AI terms, they took AI out of a computer and put it in one of the robot dogs on oh. August 27th of 2023. Ooh. So no tell kidding. me something. Why is it that in movies, like literally this is lining up exactly how it took place in Terminator? Just the dates are wrong.
8: They have to forecast and tell you what they're doing before they're allowed to do it to you. Because if you don't do anything to stop it, if you don't actively go against it, then you're complacent in it, which complacent. is one of the reasons why I refuse to call Joe Biden the president. He is the resident, he is the coup commander, whatever. Well, actually, the coup puppet, you know, but, uh, I will not acknowledge him as the president because I'm not giving power to the spell that they're trying to put on everybody to convince them that their reality is real and not ours. Ooh, Lindsay's here.
7: What, Lindsay? Lindsay! Yo! Hi. Yay, is we mine? can hear you. Yes. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> She's here too. It looks like you're
1: sitting in the shitter. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> well.
9: Good to see you too, mate.
7: <laughs> hey, Lindsay. Hey, <sighs> Lindsay. Okay fantastic all right well hold on before we get into all this i do i want to i opened freedom gardens with this yesterday by the way i'm so proud of my son our son he freaking kicked ass on freedom gardens yesterday so i
8: think he got bit by the bug though because now he's offering to make all kinds of special appearances on different shows that's awesome yeah
7: Yeah. he's like oh whenever heather's not here i'll just do freedom gardens with you it's like (laughs) okay He's like, I, I, I think it was Lindsay that said we should do a, a Life Lessons with Liam segment. So. There you uh, go. So, anyway. Yeah. We'll
1: pre-record that.
8: Cool idea, Lindsay. Yeah. He he did.
1: He did. He did great. We'll pre-record that.
7: Um, But uh, <laughs> if you guys are not aware, Morocco got hit by a hugely devastating earthquake on Friday night. point. No, 6.8.
1: Or 6.8 on the Rick.
4: Yeah. Storm. Last, last I saw a thousand dead and counting. Yes. I don't know where yeah. we're at now.
7: So our friend, Dr. Diane Kaiser had, had literally just come back from Morocco. She was visiting, um, Hope Tavon. We've played some of their videos. I think on here before, mm-hmm. um, they're on the SGT report a lot. And, uh, and Diane was already looking to hook up Hope and us with them and us and get them on here. Um, And uh, I, you know, I sent Diane a text. I was like, please reach out to them and make sure they're okay because they're, they're right there. Um, So they put out a video and I want to play it for everyone so that everyone can see what happened in Morocco. Because this shit is crazy.
2: Hi, everyone. This is Hope and Tavon. And we are coming to you with this recording from Marrakesh, Morocco, outside of Marrakesh, Morocco. Last night, there was a 6.8, some say 7-point earthquake here where we live. So we figured we would make this recording and put it out on our networks to let everybody know that we are OK. Um, our house and our pets and our family, we are OK. Um, we can't say that for everybody in Marrakesh though. There was a lot of buildings, old buildings collapsed in the Medina, yeah. Um, in in the city of Marrakesh. If you go on TikTok or uh Twitter, even you'll see videos Mm -hmm. of these collapsed buildings. At this point in time, the over 600 people have died, people have been trapped in the rubble. Uh, we're part of. You know, different. We have a community here, so I've been checking in with our our community, like we have social groups that we're part of, and our church and everything. And everybody is pulling together um, to try to help those that have been injured. A lot of people were also injured.
10: Um, first, I uh, also want to say that uh, uh, please show uh, maybe uh, keep keep Marrakesh and Morocco, the people of Morocco. And around the world, who are also suffering through uh, calamities, keep them in your prayers, um, because this came suddenly. Yes. It really did. Just, just ha- just out of nowhere. Um, you know, we're doing what everyone else does on on a uh, on an evening. You know, towards the weekend, where we just we're watching a movie, and then all of a sudden, it just just happened.
2: Yeah, we were watching a movie in our living room, and the house started vibrating and shaking. It was very strong, very powerful. Um,
10: yeah.
2: And the other thing too is that um, we do not live on a fault line. No, there has not been an earthquake in Marrakesh
10: in recorded recent recorded history,
2: like ever. Like this is this this is not an earthquake zone. So yes. we're looking into what might have caused the earthquake. Um. Now, we're hearing that the epicenter of the earthquake was about 40, 50 miles from us?
10: Yes, that's our electricity coming on as we're doing this. Okay. Uh,
2: Hopefully, it'll stay on because we've been out of power for quite some time now.
10: Now, for those who might be more familiar with the region, the epicenter was between Marrakesh and Agadir. Agadir is, is a uh, coastal, uh, uh, west, western coastal beach town, uh, resort area, and marrakesh is more more towards uh is north more northeast and is more towards the desert so it was literally in the middle of those two places and it's also um in the middle of what looks like a mountain range uh going into the atlas mountains yeah so it's like actually inside the epicenter was inside a mountain
2: yeah it's very very interesting
10: so for those who follow earthquakes, that might be some information that you might find very interesting.
2: And what's the name of the earthquake channel that you follow, Tavon?
10: Uh, Dutch Sense.
2: So if Dutch Sense can hear this, um, you know, we would really love if you could do an analysis on what your thoughts are on what happened in Morocco last night, uh, because it's it's very interesting. It's very
10: interesting. Uh, Marrakesh is about a nine-hour drive from the north of Morocco, which goes across the Strait of... Uh then, then the northern tip, you have the Strait of Gibraltar and then into Spain, which there is a fault line there.
2: Yeah, but it's nine hours. Nine hours away. north of us. So anyway,
5: yeah. um,
2: you know, we don't want to say honestly, I can just tell you my gut feeling tells me that it was truly an act of God. Yes. You know, it had something to do with God and something to do maybe with the sun and radiation yes. from the sun. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think. Uh, that there was any kind of, you know, dumbs or anything like that. I I really don't want to go there. It just feels like it was an act of God. And speaking of acts of God, um, the weirdest thing happened for us here. Um, Our home is relatively new. It's only a couple years old. It's made out of concrete. And rebar. And rebar. And nothing fell off of our shelves. We went around last night. And I looked. I have like glass bottles and all kinds of things that are on shelves. Things that are balanced. Yeah, and for like, some yeah. reason, nothing. I mean, this place
10: shook. It really shook. It felt like we were in a box, and someone took the box and just started shaking. Started it. shaking it. Well, but it was very. The the vibrations were were quick. But it's it wasn't like, slow and rolling. It was quick.
2: It's like nothing. Nothing fell off the shelves it's like our home was so, like so planted solidly in the foundation and i think that god's angels were just all over us protecting us
10: um, also, again we call for prayers for those especially those who are living in the inner city we're in in the rural area about 45 minutes out but in in the city center a lot of these places in the mediterranean in uh, north africa um what you'll find is that they 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 call them medinas, and the reason why they're medinas is that these cities are literally like two thousand two thousand years old, yes. if not if not older.
2: Very old buildings. And and they're
10: and they're built on ancient foundations. Um, and the medina is like it would normally be like this giant wall that would define its border It's almost like a castle on the inside. You have all this maze. It's like a maze of smaller buildings that are all joined together. and and they're and they're very they're very communal um you know like you'll have a a baker and you'll have an area that's a neighborhood and you'll have like a baker in there that does the bread for the entire neighborhood uh you'll have uh, crafts and artisan type stuff you have riads in there but all they're all joined all the walls are joined together and some of the some of these walls some of these buildings in medina are like literally hundreds of years old like very very old um so you don't know how structural Structurally sound it is also. It's in an area where it's not known for earthquakes So you have old buildings in areas that aren't known for earthquakes So this this really caught everyone off guard. Yeah.
2: So nothing nothing was built in keeping in mind that uh, There might be an earthquake here mm-hmm. You know like in other parts of the world where they're building close to fault lines. So anyway, I just wanted to make sure we made this video It's an audio only I'll try to put it up on all of our channels because we're getting Um, A lot of people emailing us and texting us asking if we're okay. And because we're trying to conserve electricity and battery power that we're running on right now, um, because the power has been out for so long, we'll just try to make this one video to let everybody know that we're okay. And, you know, we're going to assess the damage. There's a lot of damage where we live. And so things might get um, delayed for quite a while as they're cleaning up you know the damage it's not just marrakech by the way it's all it's like a huge part of morocco yeah that was hit by this His buildings in casablanca have fallen as well and you know so anyway thank you so much everyone for your prayers thank you and uh please pray for the people of morocco
10: yes
1: now i've been to morocco um and marrakech oh, really? and casablanca i can tell you right now those Those cities date back way, way before that, Uh, especially Marrakesh, especially Casablanca, because Casablanca was a landing point for the Crusades. It was one of the first landing points for the Crusades prior to the trek to Jerusalem. So as the English would sail down, they'd sail down into uh, the Mediterranean there, and they would land at Marrakesh and or um, Casablanca, and they would march from there to Israel. That was one of oh, the main routes that they used. Um, there's never been those buildings are uh, some of those buildings are some of the ones you were looking at that they were destroyed of years, thousands of years old, of years old and destroyed. It.
7: Absolutely. I mean, they might've obliterated.
1: You know, it looked like a bomb went
7: off built up Gosh. at that original foundations. You
1: know, there is no yeah. way that those, those buildings are dealing with a fucking earthquake. No. Yeah. And you know
4: what really, stuck out to me is that they haven't had a recorded earthquake in ever. history and that this was struck like that ever yep what
1: yep and that's why the the sailors from england used to pull into Coss- because the sea the mediterranean right there is very calm there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of shipwrecks there if you go dive it off there there's not a because there's not a lot of, just of fish and coral there's nothing down there Life there's not coral. a lot of shit underneath the water it's hmm. crazy but it, it's clean. There's no boats. There's no sunk. You know, like anywhere else in the Med, if you go anywhere else in the Med, there's boats everywhere. But right around there, it was very calm wow. seas. They would pull in, offload, and the soldiers would go off and fight. That's
8: okay, okay, Mick, here's a question for you. Is that area a very prominent, respected area that they might want to make a 15-minute city out of?
6: Yeah, it's old.
8: It's not on a fault line. The closest one is over nine miles away, but they felt nothing. This is not driving
7: at least a, a thousand miles away. It's nine hours. Yeah. This
8: is not the first country over in the Middle Eastern Territory area that has been taken out by earthquake where they're not used to earthquakes. But if you look at their architecture, it is all concrete, brick, mortar, thousands of years old, very established. Basically, it does take a lot to bring something like that down, right? Whereas Hawaii... They use more modern stuff that's easy to fucking burn if they're not in huts. I mean, we've seen their camping huts and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got property that burns really easy. Like we would burn easy because our shit's just drywall, wood, etc. So they'll they'll probably use fires on us. But over there with their structure, with how ancient everything is, with their belief in the stone buildings, of course you'd have to use a damn earthquake or something that resembles an earthquake.
4: You know, that's exactly my thinking too is is this like a some kind of strategic point in the world that they just want so they're just demolishing it. Uh kind of like the Hawaii conspiracy where they're building this City, which there's a lot of evidence, by the way, supporting all that. Where they want to build that city? How about
1: the land grab that just happened? Like they just had all these developers show up at a hotel, and they had Dude. a big conference, and they wouldn't let the people in the hotel or into the conference to try and stick up for their land. Instead, they're just breaking up the land and selling it.
7: Well, Morocco mm-hmm. is really kind of the gateway to Africa, and we've been saying that Africa is going to be the the first and uh, the, the starting point of this war. I believe the Canadian
8: fires were supposedly that city where they were shipping everybody out and right in the middle of the night and trying to make them leave the ones that tried to stay. They're supposed to be making a 15 minute city there. I mean, we've had lots of videos come out about where we're seeing these natural disasters, these tragedies that it's already been planned.
1: Planned or not. It's still that, that city to have an earthquake like that. I'm amazed there's buildings still standing, to be honest with you. I'm amazed not everybody's dead. That's not the place. Like, if I always imagine they're like mud, like a lot of the smaller outbuildings are like mud huts. They build them up with stones and there's mud, mud cascades the outside of it. It's all mud. I, the I,
8: older concrete and stuff like that gets, the more solidified it is, the harder it is, the more conjoined it is from the pressure and the years and whatnot. Uh, ask people that have to drill into concrete to do something. Oh, no, I know. Trust I me, mean, I know. Okay, so I'm just saying. And the Romans
7: had uh, self-repairing concrete. They actually just recently discovered that maybe six months ago. Yeah. Self-repairing concrete. Self-repairing concrete. That's why their roads and aqueducts lasted for thousands of years. They had self-repairing concrete.
8: All this shit they don't want us to know about anymore.
7: Exactly.
8: Stolen and hidden.
7: We probably would have better roads. Right.
1: <laughs> what the I f-
7: did not do that. Fuck just
1: happened.
8: I don't know. Uh, We're here.
1: Oh, oh well, our, our like monitors just <sighs> shut off. Like, oh,
8: mine did that earlier. Got.
7: You have it on asleep,
8: maybe? No, nope. Shouldn't no, be. I have
1: all of that this shit.
4: <clears throat> the beauty of live I, streaming.
7: I didn't touch it this time. That wasn't me. <laughs> shit, you're it was it. mixed
8: toe. It was mixed toe.
4: Stop stealing my moves, y'all.
8: Damn. Yikes. Oh, so I—I
7: uh, don't know. Hope seemed pretty convinced that that was an act of God. And as as Griff said, you know, the the Bible does say that there will be earthquakes in diverse places
4: you she know
8: also said she didn't want to something think it. we've never
1: seen before
4: here's here's my thought process on that maybe it's an act of god and that's kind of like what insurance companies say like we're not going to protect you against acts of god and if you go back in history we do see these natural disasters happening at weird times and it's a conspiracy it's like massive earthquake in 1666 it's like well maybe there was earth rattling technology for hundreds and thousands of years and all this stuff is not natural. What about that? Who knows? I don't know.
9: I don't think it was natural. Cause I think it's significant that hopes and their stuff didn't, nothing happened to it. And they happen to make EMF protection devices and all orgone products and all of those things. So I'm sure they have it all over their house, which links back to what V was talking about with the storm in Georgia regarding the electroculture all over her, you know, yard protecting their neighborhood. And they never seen anything like that before. That kind of is what interesting.
7: That's true. That That is, uh, they, they uh, have, uh, I, I don't know. EMF protect- is that yeah. what they yeah. do? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Yep. So that that very well could be. I That's mean, we we have yeah. seen we've seen that from electroculture. So we know that, that that is true. Yeah. Even our neighbors came over and said, Holy shit, what is this electroculture thing
4: you're doing? Yeah. We should have gotten slammed and nothing happened. Well, so wow. So how is that electroculture thing going, by the way? Can I go off topic with that? Oh no, go for it's it. It's
7: freaking amazing. My uh, in fact, Liam was talking about it yesterday. He's like the coolest thing about your gardens is I, I literally, they grow in front of my eyes. It's true. I mean, I, I watched the asparagus grow two inches in in an hour or two. You know, it literally grows up in front of your eyes. My my Tabasco pepper plants are like 12 feet tall. My okra is like 14 feet tall. And I just cut You're it. you kidding me. No, I cut my okra in half because uh, I can't harvest it that high. And now it's growing up again from the bottom up. Um, so I'm getting a second ochre crop out of my like big, thick ochre stalks. I I
1: Electriculture.
7: Like- Literally we've had thunderstorms.
1: I've watched them. They c- come towards us. You can see them. They come barreling out of the West. Yeah. All pissy all ready, all, you know, all sorts of full of piss and vinegar and they get here and you watch the wind. The wind breaks it up. You watch it get pulled in two different directions. It gets pulled that way and it gets pulled that way. And it splits up, goes around the house. And then on the backside, like everybody on the backside of us gets fucking slammed. Wow. Yeah.
4: I remember reading about, uh, ancient farmers in these communities that would use essentially like obelisks, but they were natural stones that had a certain conductivity and they place this around their farms and communities. And it essentially would create a little bit of a electronic
6: mm-hmm. stimulus
4: and it would, reduce disease and increase production of crops and all this stuff. And people have studied that. And uh, I think that's pretty much what you're tapping into.
1: Yeah. I Um, saw that up North. I saw that up North. They have like weird obelisks that are just appear in the woods. Like there's nothing else around them, but there's an obelisk, a stone obelisk that goes straight. I've seen that up North in Northern New York, actually.
7: Yeah. yeah, I was explaining it to my mom and she was like, so you're basically using lightning rods in your garden. More or less. And I was like, I mean, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, essentially. Well, no,
1: because copper is not really that conductive.
7: No, but. Um, but it, You're absorbing the, a different the, type of electricity. The concept of, yes. you know, like lightning rods would keep Correct. storms away You're from your house. You're getting the
8: static electricity yeah. out of the air and it's coming there. Well, on, on that, ground. with your neighbors noticing these differences with storms, are they hitting the hardware store and getting their copper wire out yeah, there? They keep
7: her to make her garden. more.
8: Yeah, in a way.
9: Yeah. They, they, now they've they're started, begging. They started
7: to come to me, and they're like, hey, "Hey, can you help me build my garden?" You know. Awesome. Like, sure. Absolutely.
9: It's kind of like the copper tensorings and those copper generators that you can get that basically. um if electricity or things are in, in that environment, it kind of disrupts it or uh, negates the effects of it. So it makes you wonder, it makes me wonder with this kind of earthquake, is it coming, is something coming from above or below for them not to have had any damage? It just, I just think that it's kind of an interesting thought. Well,
1: I actually wonder about the, if, Cause think about this in New York city. If you go up in New York city, you go up on the big buildings in New York city, especially the old ones, like the real old fucking buildings. You go up there in New York city, the, all the old, like uh, the ogres and shit, the Eagles and everything else, the birds, they're all made out of copper. They're not made out of uh, normal metal statues. It, yeah. They're made out of copper. They're all spun copper. If you go up there, that's why they're all green. They've all corroded over time become green. If you, when they clean them, they're bright, they're gleaming. Uh, when they actually, when the city gets up there and actually cleans those statues, they're gleaming. Um, it's weird, but Hmm. that's what they had was copper all over those buildings makes you wonder why in a matter of fact, in the, um, Antiquitech, a lot of the Antiquitech antennas were all made out of copper. Why was that? Yep. If steel is the way that you conduct electricity, why did you put Antiquitech made out of copper that, doesn't make
8: well aren't those health bracelet thingies also copper, copper.
1: yep mm-hmm. copper
9: so can purify water it has a lot of great principles that it
1: did i put it in my pool i got a saltwater pool i put five pieces of copper pipe in the basket i put five mm. pe- pieces of copper pipe in the one that floats around the pool It keeps all the algae oh, out
4: really yes huh. well wow. there's a copper supplement too and jim price our friend says that it will give you a color back in your hair it's an essential mm-hmm. Central mineral for our bodies too. Yep.
9: You should take a copper, copper supplement of
1: some
4: sort. Why well, just jump in a pool full of it? So it's all there good. You go.
7: Especially if you're RH negative, you should definitely take a copper supplement because your uh, blood is copper based rather than iron based. It's why we mm. flag as anemic.
8: Well, back in the day, wow. all the chalices were made of pure silver. Right. That when you drank your water, you were also getting your silver. And it, was anti-
7: and it was antibacterial as well and antiseptic. So, cause there's so much bacteria in water. That's why they drank alcohol all the time because water made you sick. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, but that when they drank water, they always drank it out of a pure silver cup because that would kill the bacteria in there.
1: That's why we promote a silver based toothpaste. But at the same time, think about this as well. My grandfather, when he was, overseas during world war ii after he lost his leg he had a buddy of his he said hey you know what you got to get me somehow my grandfather got back in the states a box full of silverware Hmm. all nazi emblazed silverware wow and it's pure silver Mm -hmm. everybody every grandparent every parent has that they have pure Mm -hmm. silver dishes pure silver silverware i mean your stemware your flatware everything is silver Why to polish that shit every Thanksgiving? Yes. I hated doing that shit. You're absolutely every Thanksgiving. But it's pure silver. But why was it made out of silver back then
9: when that was such a rare commodity in and out
7: of itself? Same reason. Well, you because
9: you would think they would have gold, it would all be gold, right? Since gold is gold but then it also makes you think about if the human body is majority of water, right? Then copper. Going to have an effect on you know, and things that are trying to penetrate your body. So, yes, taking copper supplements, sensor rings, all of those things you would imagine have a large effect on any kind of um weaponized energy they might that might be coming at us that <clears throat> we're out there or cannot be seen.
1: I wonder if Tommy Copper, if you, you you put that laser, you know, the one that they use supposedly in Hawaii and they shot it at the different colors because of the megahertz, the color megahertz and the spectrum it was. When it hit the blue, it didn't do anything. I wonder if you took one of those Tommy Copper bands and you hit it with that laser. I wonder what would happen to
7: it. Now they make Tommy Copper underwear. Huh.
9: I remember Dr. Mike saying in one of her interviews that if you're going to wear a mask, that basically the only mask that you should wear would be like a copper mesh mask. Yeah. If you wanted any sort of protection
4: at all, hmm. it's interesting no. the color that the dews don't affect, allegedly, according to that conspiracy, which seems legit to me as far as everything I could find and everything it's Josh blue. could find. Blue. Royal yeah, blue, America
7: blue, royal blue, sixty-six point eight blue. megahertz. No, sixty-six point six eight
1: megahertz.
4: Six
7: Sorry, sixty-six
1: point six eight megahertz.
4: I just find that fascinating. It's it's aside from modern times, that's not a color that you're going to see, right? No.
8: Reminds me of Tom Petty blue.
4: Yeah, we call it Captain America
7: blue, but it's the same <laughs> thing. Um, fun. My dad just gave us a tarp that color. Right? Yeah. I was like, oh good, I'll put that on the chicken coop. <laughs> we can all hide in there. <laughs> that's it, that's all we gotta that, do. That thing is huge. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's there's, there's obviously been a lot of evidence towards that, especially in Hawaii. And well now, blue now we're gonna tarps, see the
8: the blue mailboxes, certain ones. I mean, everything blue was spared. And makes then-
1: makes you wonder in Morocco because they don't really have a great news service down there. So I don't know how we're how much information we're actually gonna get out of Morocco. But if you found something the same, like it was like a a blue, like the buildings that were painted blue didn't get destroyed by the fucking earthquake or something weird like that. I mean, like she said, like <sighs> none of the they got thrown around in a box but none of their shit fell off. You see, that's crazy. You get thrown around that hard in your house and you can feel it. And you said it was like somebody was shaking a box and you were in it and nothing fell off your shelves. That's protection. That's That's some fucking craziness. I mean,
7: that's
8: the, yeah, but wouldn't that be like the sound pulse one that they were talking about that would come up and reverberate, not necessarily the laser technology one, because If they had used the same blue laser whatever the fuck on them, you would have scorch marks on the rock. You, You would see burn travel places or something. You know, you don't have any of that. You just have structural failure with it crumbling. And that would have to be one hell of a boom to get that kind of reaction. And that's another thing. Have we had any reports of aftershock? No, because no. a natural, real earthquake has aftershocks. And that was another thing with this other one. And I, I forget where it was. You guys might know or remember Uh, over there had the same thing. They had this earthquake caused tons of devastation. Well, that, no, was in Syria.
1: that was in Syria. That was in Syria. And there were aftershocks. There were aftershocks. There were aftershocks with okay. the one in Syria. They had 11 aftershocks with the one Syria and the worst one was like a 5.5 still on the Richter scale, which is pretty bad. You already have shit crumbling and the ground starts shaking again that violently. That ain't good. But yeah, you're right. There has been no, from what I've heard, there's been no aftershocks so far in Morocco.
7: Well, because aftershocks you know, are caused by continued shaking of the tectonic plate, plate, movement. plate movement and yes. it's not happening there because there is no, They're in the middle of a freaking tectonic plate. They're not on a fault line. They're not anywhere where it should have happened. Oh, Claire just said there was an aftershock today.
4: Oh, interesting. Two days
7: later... Yeah, that's, yeah right. I, that's not it normally yeah, two I mean, days later it's not called. an aftershock that's two days later post. is we yeah, take can out as a, much as we need to take out we can have, have them two again. days later but not the first aftershock two days later no
1: no normally you have the first aftershock like in a couple hours after yeah, that first yeah. one because it's still the residual rubbing of the plates but as the plates begin to settle as they've settled into their new position the aftershocks become less and less and less strong um and still two days later i don't know what the aftershock was um is there, did they tell you what, uh, Clary, did they tell you what the
7: aftershock was today? What magnitude? What magnitude? Because we don't get that information here in the States, you know. Yeah,
1: we didn't, we didn't hear nothing about that. Yeah.
7: <laughs> they don't tell us that shit. Um,
1: Sorry. Uh, that's our, our free news,
4: free press. Right. Well, uh,
7: started up. Well, I think. USA Today. Running.
4: They said a magnitude 3.9 aftershock rocked Morocco on Sunday. Uh,
7: yeah, that would be today
4: gosh 2.
1: 9, that's less than a 6.8 it's half of it i mean a day later maybe 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 it is that. maybe it is that that fault line that's nine hours away from them. maybe it just takes that long for the earth to shift and it to move across the land that way
8: then why wow. isn't there any activity at that fault line that's not reporting question. anything you know? at the fault <clears throat> line they would feel something
4: you know we tend not to believe in coincidences and whether this was man-made or not. I think that it's going to contribute to more control in Africa. Like you guys said, that's going to be where the energy's focused. That's probably going to be where things kick off and things destabilize next. We had Biden 20 hours ago come out and say that um, they, he's ready to provide any uh, necessary assistance to the, for the Moroccan people. So who's going to go in there and save the day, quote-unquote, and start rebuilding Morocco? You know,
7: a strategic Morocco, point in like Northern it. Africa. He was committed to building a railroad all the way across Africa. And just before
4: he tweeted that, (coughs) this is a big development with this global conspiracy. Did you see that he announced the US, India, Saudi Arabia, UAE, France, Germany, Italy, and EU finalized a historic agreement for a new India, Middle East, East Europe economic corridor. My question is, that's weird. They kind of divided up some of the BRICS nations in there. Is this going to be a US dollar-based alliance or what the heck's going on here? I really don't know. I just saw this today, but I'm like, this is starting to evolve. And Africa is kind of in that site. And so is the Middle East. It's because
7: uh, Africa's split like uh on on between BRICS and Africa,
1: a lot of Africa doesn't want America there, doesn't want the French there, doesn't want Britain there, doesn't want anybody there.
7: Yep. There's a lot of
1: Africa that that just wants Africa to be the Africa.
8: Russian soldiers fighting over there right now and the Chinese involved. So, I mean,
4: it's something, man. That's
7: why uh, Africa's ground zero for whatever's going to happen.
4: While the West is so reliant on them. Did you guys see that with uh, Niger, France gets most or like a third of their uh, uranium? from Niger and they're screwed if they don't keep that
1: well they just got booted. yeah they just had a coup there yeah, and the exactly. new the new government said get the fuck out yeah and, and the us told the us and france to get the fuck out
4: they're yeah, going and to Britain. Been,
8: and they had almost- killed the ones that were um against the covid jabs and against the lockdowns and were trying to give the people the hydroxychloroquine and stuff they went in there and killed them in the middle of the fucking night several yeah. what, there's four or five of them different countries in africa right there
4: in that area there's been almost a dozen coups recently and they killed yes. off a lot of those leaders who stood up against the global tyranny they killed a lot of them off Yep. i forget who was the president in africa um, the, the one that had who... the heart
7: attack they they uh they gave him a heart attack
4: that was yeah, terrible. he he tested an animal and like a papaya and yep. was putting all this information out, and they killed him like a month later.
7: Yep. Yeah, yeah,
4: I remember. Like I, I I'm trying to African remember the name.
7: Presidents that died in uh during COVID, all from so many. Suspicious. I think one
1: of them was Niger. I yeah. think one of them was Niger. For some reason, that keeps coming to mind, and it's Maybe, not because I, of the name, not because of today's news and what have. happened there. Because the whole reason they had a coup was because that guy got killed.
4: We have a list. It's offline now, but we did uh, extensive research. We have a massive list of all the prominent leaders who died during that time. And it's extensive. I'll have to get Josh to republish it. I think the it's offline now.
8: I've got a meme on the Telegram. I'm trying to scroll through now to find it.
1: With the... With what's going on, in Niger, the that shit, that shit's crazy because they're they're kicking everybody out of the country. They just told France to pack up and go home. Uh, they they closed their the, the country went in and closed their um, whatever it was their State Department facility there and sent them home. The U.S. one is closing. I'm like, holy shit, we're just giving up land, I guess. As Biden goes wherever he goes, whatever, we'll just give it up. Sure, it's wild. It it is. It, it, it's like he's affecting destruction of our world i mean literally what are we well, Schwab
8: told you he was one of their best supporters and biggest helpers with their new warlord or movement
1: it's a scary thought to think that they're you coming all okay
7: bad. uh griff had asked before if cern was started up and hmm. let me tell you this was on september 1st from CERN, back on track just a few short weeks after their pair of a helium leak, the Large Hadron Collider is back in action. The vacuum leak, which was caused by an electrical issue, led one of the LHC's inner triple ma- magnets to lose its superconducting state. Our engineers and technicians fixed the incident in record time and on 30 August, beams were once again injected into the LHC ahead of the machine's revised schedule. The beam operation starting again is an incredible feat, especially for the physicists who will now be gearing up for a heavy ion run. So how about you
1: talk about what we were talking about this morning? Because I think you are better prepared to talk about that because that was out there. We were having a deep conversation right. about some crazy shit
7: this morning. So I watched the Pope's exorcist last night. Is Have that a movie? That movie? I, I did too. Did you? Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a movie with Russell Crowe, the real Russell Crowe, not the guy that looks like Russell Crowe that I always think is, but isn't. Um <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you know I'm talking about I never remember his name Hollywood's
8: done that for a long time they get one popular (laughs) actor and then they try to find ones that look exactly like him
7: yes (laughs) um so first off the Pope's Exorcist this is based on a true story based off of his books and it's set in the mid to late 80s and 1987
1: to be exact yeah well it starts in
7: 84 and moves to 87 um but, uh, and so the Pope at the time was Pope John Paul, who was the last real Pope before.
1: He was the last Pope that did any exorcisms. Let's put it that way. He's the only one to, he's the last one in the last 30 years to ordain an exorcism.
7: So essentially the premise of the movie is that, um, one, they they accidentally find one of the fallen archangels, one of the very, very powerful ones. Um who uh, possesses a child, um, but basically in an attempt to draw this exorcist there so that he can possess the exorcist and get access into the Catholic Church, as apparently he did in the Spanish Inquisition. And the 400 years following that, that we consider the Dark Ages, were uh, apparently when this fallen archangel was running loose, running amok in the world. So this exorcist died in 2016. And he was pretty old when it happened. But um, in the late 80s, Pope John Paul tasked him and his Spanish helper priest Thomas to find the other 199 fallen archangels and exorcise them. I wonder how successful he was. I wonder if uh, perhaps he let one out and couldn't actually exercise it. Or maybe more than one. Or maybe that archangel, that fallen um, angel, maybe he wasn't exercised then. Maybe he possessed both the exorcist and the priest that Tomas because there was one point where he did and uh, maybe he wasn't actually exercised. Maybe he just faked it. He flipped the script. And got access into the Catholic Church and here we are.
9: That would be a good trick, right?
4: Oh, gosh. i would have to see if... if uh, Remember, the greatest,
1: the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing man that he wasn't real.
7: Which, after Pope John Paul, and even... Um, in, in the late '80s, as part of this movie, they 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 say that you know these this younger generation, which essentially would be boomers um, now, uh, didn't really believe in evil, didn't believe in demons, didn't believe in the fallen archangels. Essentially, didn't believe in the Bible because otherwise, what's the fucking point of the Catholic Church if not to fight demons and evil? Um. Yeah.
1: Does make you it it makes you think about one of the big things that I noticed, the biggest difference that I see in the Catholic Church, at least as a Catholic, is this. First of all, I no longer agree with anything they put out because their shit is so woke and so confounded and stupid. I refuse to go back in a Catholic church until they get rid of this Pope. That's the that's my first problem. Even is, Liam called him a pedo yesterday. This the this pedo pope. This pope is a Huge pedophile, um, and not only that, he's doing more to increase the pedophile status of the Catholic Church, which is no Catholic wants that, no Catholic believes believes in that. Um, the Church and the Catholic and Catholics are at odds, um, which is weird because even my buddy has a problem with it. We don't, we don't. You gotta understand, we used to be two of the most faithful people you ever see. Every Sunday, I was in church. I haven't gone to church in a very long time. And the reason I haven't gone to church is because I don't agree with the shit they're putting out. And I don't think anybody that puts that shit out deserves my attention or my dime. You're not going to get any of my treasure, my talent or anything for that matter. Fuck yeah. you. If yeah. you're putting out shit like that, where kids can be girls, boys can be girls and girls can be boys and all that bullshit. Nah, sorry. You don't get a dime of my, of my money, nor do you get any of my respect, nor do you get any of my time because I ain't giving you none of that shit. So fuck you. And, This guy, when he died, it's crazy because again, he was, John Paul was the last real Pope. He's the only, he's the last one to commission an exorcism. Um, No Pope's done it since. And the guy that we have in right now has done more to bring demons into this world than he's done to get rid of. them. And on top of that, CERN is going around the clock. I wonder how many demons are infecting all the people at CERN because I guarantee when they turn this thing on, they open some sort of portal that brings shit through because why is it in a 17 mile track and why do they make it run? They run it basically 66 days a time. If you watch their, their shoots, they do it at 66 day in intervals, which I think is ridiculous too. What the fuck is the deal with that?
8: 66 days or 66.6 days. I, I don't and know. Math an
1: extra I, accurately, I just know it's 66 days. Every shot, if you look at their shots, it's always sixty-six days in a seventeen mile ring. I'm and kidding. I've done the math. I don't understand how it works out for them, what they get from it. It doesn't to me it I don't think you would see anything, but whatever, I guess they do.
4: Yeah, they're full of occultism and creepiness, man. I I think it should be shut down. I don't think it has any good intentions whatsoever. It's not science based or anything. It's I think much deeper.
9: Maybe I, it can't be shut down. Maybe it's one of those things that once it's
4: open,
1: you can't close it.
9: Yeah.
4: I wonder how long it's actually been active. How long have they actually been doing this stuff? Since 1996.
1: 1996 was the first year they actually fired it up, which is weird because it also happens to be the same year that this exorcist
7: died. No, he died in 2016. Or 2016
1: sorry. Hmm. 96 was the first year that they fired the the collider up uh the actual first tests weren't run until 2016 though which is weird
7: uh hold on because they just said something like that here on the CERN page um oh this day in 2008 I so that. today in 2008 at 9:28 a.m the large hadron collider at turned the world's largest and most complex a scientific instrument, received its first first particle beam. So 2008. The successful circulation of the beam around the full 27 kilometers of the LHC was a historic event 15 years ago, concluding over two decades of preparation. Jesus. Since then, the LHC has been instrumental in pushing particle physics forward and uncovering what the universe is made of and how it works and opening a portal into a demonic realm and bringing
4: through evil intentions. My problem with this... Research. I don't think it's all about research. They say, oh, we have sensors, we're discovering new particles and this and that, and it's for quantum physics. We can't even make a fucking table flat or measure something perfectly round. Our metrology skills aren't even... Close to what they're talking about. I, and in my opinion, they're like, we're measuring the smallest particles ever. It's like, no, you're not. You're like, we have the best sensors in the world. I don't believe it. I think they're going after a result rather than actually understanding the whole process. They don't need to know. They just need that result of whatever it is they're trying to achieve. And they hide it behind all this really far out there, hard to understand science, science. And I think that's kind of the thing going on there. I just. Oh, I oh you know. mean kind
1: of like um, COVID? Think about how much they think about how much they've hid behind COVID. MRNA technology was nowhere before COVID.
7: Well, it was animals Things and then animals COVID
1: came around and we had to. why did we have to speed through MRNA technology for COVID? You know, cause that's, that's the weird thing that nobody wants to ask that question to Donald Trump. Nobody wants to ask him that question. Hey, You put this through. Why did we speed through MRNA technology? What was the reason that we had to get to point B where we're at right now with MRNA technology from where we were when you first started it? What was the reason for that speed? And don't tell me it was the disease because we know the disease. Ninety percent of America could survive. So what
4: was the reason? I don't know if he knows. I bet he does now. But at the time, I the way I look at this, people are really mad at Trump. They're like, Trump, he let this whole COVID thing happen. In my opinion, I think that he was maybe in, under duress or in a position where he had to just let them do it. And it was in the hands of others. What are they going to do with this vaccine, mRNA or not, with the allowance of Trump? So, yes, he did kind of allow it. But it's all up to them. He didn't... Produce mRNA vaccines. He didn't do any of the studies or anything or even understand most of it, probably. I think that
7: now they're corrupt individuals
4: made it happen.
7: I mean, now they're starting to come out, and you know that (laughs) the people in the placebo group were actually just given the other version of the shot. So, like the people that in the Pfizer testing in the the placebo group, they gave him Moderna. And in the Moderna testing, they gave them Pfizer, and in the AstraZeneca testing, they gave them Moderna and Pfizer. That was the placebo placebo right. group, and that's how they were manipulating the data and saying that wow. that that the jabs actually worked because they would give them basically a worse batch, a worse shot in the placebo. So they're saying, oh no, you're more likely to you're more likely to get myocarditis. In the placebo placebo group, when it turns out they gave them, you know, a, a three hundred, whatever microgram shot of Pfizer, when they were testing Moderna. Yeah,
8: well, they want to go with AI and brain shipping. Maybe uh, the mRNA is to make us more acceptable, and our bodies won't reject the brain chip.
1: There's a possibility. I've heard that. I've heard that because they will also sped up this chip that you put in your hand now. That supposedly you can walk in, put your hand over a scanner, and pay for your groceries. Matter of fact, up there in Washington, yep, the state, not the fucking yeah. city, Washington. I just saw a TikTok of a video that walked. This lady walked in. She went to Starbucks. She get her. She got her two fat calf half grande whatever fucking coffee, and she took her hand and slapped it on the machine, and blink. Yep, she paid for it. I'm like, you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. They can now track you wherever you go.
7: They can anyway. You know
8: what? Like five years ago, they were doing that in certain high-rise corporation buildings. You had it, uh, your chip in your hand, which got you access in the door through your turnstile and would pay for anything within the um, the break room. They had the machines, and you just scan your hand. That, that was in Japan, wasn't it?
1: Sweden. That was in Japan, wasn't it? Sweden. Or was it Sweden? Yeah, Sweden. I remember that because I remember the guy walking in going like this. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He's like, got his hand up. Yeah. And the door opens. I'm like, yeah. holy shit. Then another person who doesn't have the chip walks up and goes like this and the door doesn't do anything. I was like, oh, that's some weird shit.
4: Yeah. I want nothing to do with any of that. And we do have it in our state. Uh, and a lot of it's Amazon. Amazon Fresh. There's, these, there's one in Seattle and uh well, there's probably multiple but you walk in there you grab whatever you want you put it in your connected cart connected to the internet you walk out and it automatically charges you
7: yep
1: how how
7: no, no like no, that, I, how do they know that happened uh remember i told you that happened when we were at the airport um when we were flying home from jamaica and connor and i went to go and they only had that the amazon fresh store at the airport and you put your credit card in when you walked in the door, and um when you walked out it charged your credit card for whatever you bought well i i mean connor walked in with me and i put my credit card in and i literally i you know they didn't have bags or anything so i handed him almost everything to carry and i walked out with i think a bottle of water and i only got charged for a bottle of water (laughs) because i gave everything to my kid to hold
4: (laughs) that's the trip
7: so what should have been, you know, 20 bucks worth of whatever was, you know, fucking five bucks for a bottle of water, but whatever.
4: Yeah. You know? And unfortunately, with how much people are stealing and the state of our economy, I think that we're gonna lose a lot of stores. Um yeah, shit's closing down everywhere. Yeah, we are already and losing not, a lot of stores. And not just,
7: been, I mean, yeah. they just a lot of places are like They have limited hours now, or restaurants close early, or they're not open every day, or they're only open for dinner service or lunch service or whatever because they can't find the staff to work. Like a lot of basic services are just
4: going away. I don't even go. I don't buy most things things in stores. I don't go to restaurants because it's such low quality garbage anyway.
7: And you can't afford it if they charge you fucking five times as much for low quality crap,
4: dude. If they wanted to charge me twice as much for Good quality stuff, I'd probably go there once in a while, but they don't. So they're losing money on that anyway from people like me. But I've been looking, there was a news story that broke a week or two ago about um, not Amazon Air with their drones, but another company that's making drones and talked about their area of delivery. I think they're going to get rid of these brick and mortar stores. They're going to only have Amazon because they don't have to hire as many employees. They're going to have all these robots and bullshit. Uh, things in place to make it more efficient and cost effective for them pricing out everybody else who has to hire employees or get with the times and spend the money to update all their infrastructure and technology and their businesses so it's going to be amazon and it's going to be amazon
6: that's where you you, get your
4: food and if you're not in the zone where they could send a drone your way and drop you off a little bit of meat and a little bit of vegetables that match your carbon credits you're on your own
1: what what was a disney movie um That had all the fat people floating around in the fucking things. Wally. Do you remember they had that um, store? It was called crate. That's
4: that's the robot one, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was called crate. And that's what the humans, that's how humans got their food. They got all the stuff they wanted was called crate. It was a business. And basically it was, they were so fat and lazy that they just shipped it to them and it came right to where their little fat body was in their pod floating around and they were like, oh, look at that. Oh, my my creep box came. And they open it up. I believe that was the name of the company in the movie. But it sounds just like that. It sounds just like where we're just fat laying around in pods floating around and robots are out doing all this shit that our fat asses should be doing, but instead we're in fucking pods being fat.
8: I- in the WEF commercial where you're going to be happy and own nothing, they showed you the drones delivering your stuff. You've got all these websites. You don't have to buy clothes anymore. You just tell them what you want to wear for the week and then they send it to you and then when you send those back they send you some more. So what and do you, you never do? have to wear the same thing twice ever again. Everybody just borrows everything from everybody. It's going to be a community collective. You're gonna own nothing, but you'll be happy about it. And you're only you just need, to need your lawnmower like for a couple hours year. a day, right? So you use what? the lawnmower, you put it back in its crate, and it gets shipped mm-hmm. off to the next person that needs to mow the fucking lawn.
4: Electric lawnmower.
8: Well, battery, yeah, you know, smart. <laughs> only lasts like
9: ten minutes.
4: <laughs>
9: Fuck. But a lot That's of lawns. A, a major, a a lot of people are already there and they like this that's what no one really talks about very much Yeah, you grew up with
8: star trek they all want their damn chess communicator they want
9: then well our community here doesn't want that but a lot of i think that's part of the problem why we're not seeing a lot of change or a lot of fighting back is because there's too many that are already there mentally and they're already getting their food in boxes uh, like HelloFresh yeah. and um blue apron and they like that they don't want to leave their apartments or their homes they want to work from home they don't want to do these things so
4: i don't get what they do they watch they, tv all the time that's we, what they do right, right? Because
9: and play video games and
4: i'm ready to survive i'm like if i can't fucking yeah. gather my own food and grow my own food i don't know what i'm going to do with my day yeah, I want to go fishing. I want to so, go catch shit. I want to go grow shit. I want to do shit. I don't want to be watching TV or what the fuck do these people do when everything's just handed to them like this? I, I don't get it.
1: I was watching the news this morning, and on the local news, NBC, they had this new. Did you hear about this Microsoft
4: Wasp? What? I don't think so.
1: Okay, there's this new thing that Microsoft is coming up with. It's their version of a what they're calling um, a drone and they call it the wasp. It's um, roughly, let me give you a hint. It's about that big. It's got wings on it. And uh, it's got a needle in it. And the idea is that it can go out where people can't get to because of vehicles and deliver injections, i.e. drugs that you need Doctors will be able to control them. They'll be able to fly around and stick you right in the arm. They know exactly how to do it. And ascension essentially, a second that it happens, it backs off, it spits the needle out in the ground, it takes off and flies away and it goes back and gets reloaded.
8: Oh, we're just gonna leave needles everywhere now. Great.
1: Well, they're safety, they're oh. the safety ones that that automatically cover up. But the point is, is wait a minute. Now we're gonna have drones delivering vaccinations. And right now they're testing it on cattle, according to Bill Gates and Microsoft.
8: Oh, shit pisses me off. Leave so our damn food supply alone. Leave the deer. They're talking about having fish and wildlife go around there and it is. all the fucking deer and shit.
1: Clary Lou just what? said it. I, I know you guys can't see this, but Clary oh. Lou just said it. She said we got robots here in the in the UK that deliver food for the mm-hmm. animals, for livestock. No kidding. Yes. And uh, Kevin Warwick invented the chip under the skin in the late 90s. Hmm. Didn't know that. Thank you, Mikey boy. Appreciate that. Well I,
9: I also kind of believe we talk, well, make like you talk about fasting a lot and a lot of other people talk about fasting and the benefits of fasting and how it can help your body. Well, I kind of believe we don't need all of this food that we have. Maybe as our ab- bodies are evolving through this, consciousness awakening, we won't need to consume all of this. And no. maybe there's something to that, to keeping the body healthy and, and things like that. Cause uh, many people talk about doing these fasts and you can fast and drink, drink the water. And I, it always makes me think, so why are we eating so much? Why are we eating these huge plates of steak and potatoes and, Maybe we never needed to eat all of this food. Maybe it's part of what's keeping us at a lower vibrational level.
4: You know, I'm happy you brought that up. <clears throat> I've been just obsessing myself over this. And apparently now, according to the fake uh, legacy media and fake scientists, it's actually um, a health condition to be thinking about your health and diet and being oh, in shape. that's
7: right extremist. That, that's it's right, right right it's extremist. a mental
1: condition. It's not a health condition. It's a mental condition. Yeah, so to mental to condition. Cause mm-hmm. this is where they try to teach you that what's good for you is bad
4: for you. And what's bad for you is good for you. I think Lindsay's exactly right though. We could probably survive off half of our current calorie supply and still not lose like muscle and actually stay fit and actually probably lose a shitload of fat and be in shape.
7: Well, not but us because we're already at that point, but, um, well, you know, literally when you eat pure food,
1: you the size of your meal goes down. The yeah. reason the size of your meal goes down is because of the purity of your food. When your food is really, really good, you don't need a whole lot. You don't need a plate full to make you full. You need a little help. Uh, biggest
7: letdown. Literally, like Liam said that yesterday in the show, he was like, I don't need to eat as much and I feel fuller
1: longer. Yeah, me
4: too. And your biggest, stomach gets into a normal size. Biggest yeah. letdown of it my makes-
1: whole entire life. I went to Italy. I went to Rome. I was show. I love Italian food. Me too. I was so fucking looking forward to it. I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. I'm going to eat some of the best Italian food. I'm going to walk out of this country weighing 20 pounds heavier than what I walked in here. Wait. Did you lose weight? Yes. And you want to know Boom. what? You got a portion that was the size of your hand stuffed in them. Like, I looked at the portion. I was like, are you for real right now? But why? You're, you're feeding me. You're not feeding like... <laughs>
7: I'm not that's saying you're old girl.
1: You're not feeding a 12 year old. You're feeding me, dude. I need some, dude. I ate that fucking little lump that they put in the middle of that plate. I'll tell you what, I was too full for even fucking dessert because everything that they had done was fresh. It was all, the even the pasta was hand rolled.
4: And I mean, it's probably a uh, different uh, species of pasta. That's not as shitty as the stuff we get here.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Well, it was all hand rolled. The guy, the lady made it in the back. I mean, I walked back in the kitchen. I was like, holy shit, this is an old school Italian kitchen. But I tell you what, it was a letdown because you see these plates of flowing pasta and sauce and cheese. And you're like, Oh, this is going to be fucking fantastic. And this little fucking blob gets thrown in this huge plate. And you're like, man, I'm supposed to eat that. Fuck. You know,
4: I think about all of these conspiracies and really the food conspiracy is the one that uh, I get drawn to the most. Um, All the other stuff, the fake news and all that stuff to me, it's blatantly obvious and easy for me to navigate and just say, fuck you. The personal development, what I eat, what I do, my, my, uh, my addictions, my habits. That's the biggest challenge in my life. And I think that's a part of the global conspiracy of people waking up is they need to look within. They don't need to go to the Catholic church and fucking agree with the Pope. They could just find God Uh-oh. within do the right thing, read the Bible, do whatever they need to do personally for their spiritual development and figure that out. Because I tell you, everything else to me seems kind of rudimentary and easy and kind of blatant. I think most people see it. But personally, people are so fucked up when it comes to diet, exercise, just quality of life, getting shit done, being independent or just living a happy life, period. And uh, dude, this health thing I think is the main thing, and it ties into everything else. Yeah, if people are healthy, big pharma fails. If people are healthy, a lot of corrupt corporations fail. A lot of money gets taken away from the corrupt establishment that's there. I think that it's a big thing.
1: Think about, think about well, like, remember McDonald's. Like I remember when McDonald's opened. I remember my dad, my granddad, taking me to McDonald's for the
7: first time when I was a kid. I remember I refused. And then I to to remember I remember my grandfather saying, "This food sucks." I literally refused to eat anything there. The first time I ever actually ate something at McDonald's, because remember you said birthday parties at McDonald's, right? And they had like the the kids play thing in the back, right? And I would I I would never go because I wouldn't eat. And um, I was like, "No, I'm not going to McDonald's. That, that, no, it's it's nasty." And then they came out with the chicken nuggets. And my mom was like, Will you eat chicken nuggets? And I was like, I mean, maybe. So I mean maybe. I went, I went to what like bitch. I, went I to, mean maybe. I went to I went to my first McDonald's birthday party only because they had released chicken nuggets and I was like, I think I ate like two. And um <laughs> and that was it. only with sweet and sour sauce though. Um and then I could tell as soon as they changed it and they stopped using like real white meat. Um, and I was like, no, that's not, no, that's not food. I, I or won't eat that.
8: Cardboard in 10 minutes. Yeah. I was like,
7: I won't eat that anymore. And, 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 and my mom was like, no, they didn't change it. Like it's still, it's still chicken. I was like, no, no, yeah, no, it doesn't taste the same. No. And, um, and then they came out with this whole big marketing campaign that they went back to real white meat. I was like, see, I fucking told you. Yep. Well, I don't know if you
8: guys have noticed, like in your grocery stores, the produce department, you used to have nice, big apples, right? And now they're like tiny little crab apples. Hmm. And the pears, I mean, they used to be like four inches tall, three inches wide. They're they're not like that anymore, right? And I noticed that that with some of this produce I bought, it doesn't rot from the outside in the way that normal food does. It rots from the inside out. Mm -hmm. You go to cut that thing. I mean, it looks beautiful on the outside. You cut it open and it's completely rotted inside.
7: That's because they put coatings uh, like wax wax coatings on the outside. Um,
8: And they don't have to tell you that it's modified. They don't have to tell mm -hmm. you it's GMO food. That was a big thing going around the courts for a long time. And we fucking lost and big corporation won. So no, no, they just, isn't as healthy. They they don't just
7: recently healthy. in the past three months, they are now required to label um, if your food has uh, GMO ingredients in it. So, and everyone freaked out because all of a sudden like they're looking at Hellman's mayonnaise and now it says that it has, you know, GMO whatever in it. And people are like, oh, wait, but it didn't before. No, no, yeah. it did before. Just now they're required to tell you.
4: Mm-hmm. So actually with GMO, I'm not as concerned with GMO as most people. The only reason I'm concerned with GMO is because of the amount of pesticides they can manage to stick on that thing and get away with it. Glyphosate uh, all day long. Yeah, they're, they're genetically modified to be able to withstand that, essentially. So that's the only problem because I, I genetically modify my plants. I love to have my own strain of whatever plant and just grow it over and over and over again. That's GMO. It but is. the way they do it and then they do it to add more chemicals is the problem. Maybe there's more to it.
1: That's what we do with weed. I mean, We plant really good strains right next to sometimes shitty strains and you'll get an even better strain from that one strain. You you do it with weed. You do it with anything. We Mm -hmm. do it with tomatoes. We do it with other cash crops, especially like you should do it with corn. Corn, Mm -hmm. if you've got corn growing, you put more corn around it because if it's growing there, everything will grow around it. You always do that. It's like Mm -hmm. I found that out from a buddy of mine from Kansas. He's like, dude, That's how you grow corn. If you find a spot, if it starts, he said uh, his dad bought a farm when he was, we joined the army together. Good friend of mine. Anyway, his dad bought a farm when he was a kid and his dad was trying to figure out where the corn grew. So he took seeds. Some other farmer told him, he said, Hey, take seeds, sprinkle them all over your land. Wherever Mm -hmm. the seeds start springing up start planting a field right there till the land and start planting a field right there. So mm-hmm. he did. So he's got weird cornfields all over his property. He said, he said it was weirdest shit I've ever seen, but every year they had a crop. Wow.
9: And not they to go back to this, but I don't know if y'all have seen the movie Lucy, but yeah. it's a very interesting movie. And it kind of goes back to my point about not having to consume as much food because mm. basically she ingests this stuff. It, Enhances her brain. No two four so, and no,
1: it makes her brain use a hundred percent of its well, ability, right. So we if, only use ten percent normally right. on any given day. So
9: if right now, in theory, if right now we're going through a consciousness awakening period and we're starting to be able to use more of our brain capacity, then we would be able to, like in the movie, uh, control our metabolism, control these things. Um, which we're not doing now, you know, have, tell uh, you know, be able to communicate telepathically and all of those things. ESP, yeah. So, right, yes. So, again, because that's what I believe is happening right now, the bigger picture of everything. It makes sense why they want to do the COVID test where they stick the stuff up your nose, which basically, you know, is in your, your uh, brain. So trying to not let this happen because it's harder we get the what, less what if, we
1: I, I agree with you to an extent but what if it's going the opposite direction Some, what if instead of making look great awakening is that going to make your brain work hard? no whoa. it's just going to make you see things differently what if what they're using the drugs for or the injections so to speak is to drop our brain capacity down. Mm-hmm. So that's we're right. not using as much. Yeah, so instead of 10%, we're only using 5% of our brains.
9: Right. And that's why we're seeing such a divide in people. And it, that's why there's some people that you range cannot range. talk to. I mean, it's you might as well just not waste your energy because as some people say, they're on a completely different frequency. It's they're not understanding where our language, it sounds normal, but it's not being taken in to the senses the same way. There's no understanding. You're explaining something that cannot be understood. And that's why I don't believe everyone was meant to wake up or can, Um, especially now at this point, because there's such a divide.
8: There's a lot of people with Asperger's that process information differently, and they don't even get any diagnosis Mm -hmm. as they're growing because they hit certain places where they're expected to, but they're down in others. So if you think about how far autism has come, to being one out of every 10,000 when my boys were being born, to being one out of every, what, 42 now? I think the number may even be lower. They're expecting one out of every two by 2025. So if you think about how many undiagnosed, because it is so blanketed and happened in such a quick time period, you know, Back in the day, they just called them a late bloomer. or They're just a little behind yeah. type thing. But when you get it to an academic proportion, then it's less noticeable by the common person because it just seems normal now. I
7: think their, their anticipation of half of all kids born in 2025 will have autism is a direct result of the COVID shots.
6: Very possible
7: excuse me yeah i'd They're, like to uh, do
4: some research into autism because part of me thinks there's a conspiracy there oh because
7: lyanna's well, got three
4: autistics you want to come spend time at
8: my house honey you come right ahead i'll answer yeah. any well, question you have i'd love to help discuss these little shits
4: i don't think i could come in person but i'd love to discuss it and then also i want to find out what some maybe like uh alternative professionals who study this think uh not just your mainstream goons Um, not talking about you, I'm talking about just scientists in general, uh, because I know autism is on a spectrum and a lot of people get that wrong. Sometimes I learned this recently that it's not like you're super autistic or you're not very autistic. The spectrum means that you have a certain, uh, certain spectrum.
1: You have the ability to communicate with another human being is what they technically describe the spectrum as is your ability,
4: your ability to communicate with another human being. I think that, um,
8: I have two very severe, and then I have one high functioning, which is Asperger's.
4: Yeah, I think there's some stuff there I'd like to learn about. Anyway,
1: and 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 and, Liana, go ahead, say it. Do, you, your kids were what?
8: They're My vaccinated. Kids got their vaccinations Mm -hmm. when they were born basically. And I went from having children that would look in my eyes as I breastfed them and smile up at me type of thing to they wanted to look everywhere but at me. It was no longer that mother bonding time with your child and they're trying to push you away, but they want to eat at the same time. It, it was very difficult and growing up, and they didn't hit the milestones when they were supposed to. My pediatrician was telling me, oh, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing wrong with your children. After ear, nose and throat infection, constantly, constantly taking them to a specialist. He takes one look at my kid and says, oh, your child's autistic. I'm like, excuse me? He goes, I did not mean to offend you. I said, you're not offending me. What the fuck are you talking about? And he started asking me, does he hold his ears? Does he rock back and forth? Yeah. Does he flap his arms? All these things that are supposed to be normal for an autistic child. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. What the fuck are you talking about? And then he started telling me about autism. Mm-hmm. And then I had a gateway to start opening up and doing the research. And man, I dug in and I researched and I researched and I came up with this diet and that secrete and rub and all these other mm-hmm. things. I mean, I have been through hell with my kids. Wow. And it is. And what's
1: the one thing you found uh, that works the best? CBD oh, or nice. THC? Both. They both do amazing jobs with autism, PTSD. You name it. I could go down the shit. I just found out just recently that THC is an antihistamine. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I didn't know that.
8: Uh, I'm well, gonna I grow some. I'm to smoke some it next year. I didn't,
1: I didn't know that either. It's an antihistamine, natural antihistamine. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. No idea.
8: It's also a natural anti-inflammatory.
1: Yes, it is. Yep. So it's is a cold bag. So, so if you're looking okay. for a life hack, do, do me a favor. Go get a polar pod. I have mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I used it for the first time this morning. I dropped the temperature down to 48 degrees. I got to tell you something. I got in that thing. I was in there for about five minutes. And I jumped right the fuck out because that shit was colder than fuck. And I'll tell you this much right now. It is well worth every bit that I paid for that. Well, I didn't pay for it, but we got it from Polar Pops. It was yes. hundred bucks apparently. Polar Pop. Huh? Yeah. Can you order yes. them
4: online? Perfect. I'd love one.
1: Yeah. Dude, you, you buy it, you go get a couple bags of ice, you toss it in there, you put some water in there, you jump in that motherfucker, I'll tell you what, you feel like a million bucks when you come out. My my youngest yeah. did it with me today, he's like, Dad, what are you doing? I was like, getting in the polar pod. He's like, what the fuck's a polar pod? I was like, it's really, really cold. He stuck his hand in the water, he's like, holy crap, Dad, that hurts. I was like, yeah, get in. Get in. He's like, are you crazy? I was like, you were in the pool, just get in the fucking pot. He's like, yeah. okay.
8: So you well, your a- health spas back in the day—they had the pool, the jacuzzi, and they had the ice plunge. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, in college,
9: they mandated mandated that we do ice baths after. Well, we had three days in the uh, yeah workouts. Yeah, and they were—we hated them. But like, so we had a hot tub in our locker room that wasn't obviously a hot tub. It was no, the, it was a well, cold. It was ice. Well, it was a hot tub, but we they didn't we didn't use it that way. They would just fill it with ice and water, and then after workout our trainer would sit there and time us and make us get in there like all the way up to our necks 10 minutes and time. it was like miserable but then after the first couple minutes you can't really feel anything but then after like the next day your recovery time
1: so let me let me let me so tell you hard. how i found out about this when i went to when i was behind the fence when i was working with delta We would go work out. We would do like an insane workout. Like we would lift like heavy shit. And then we'd do a bunch of running and then we'd do a bunch of crazy shit. And immediately our trainer would take us back. And the first place we went was the polar pond. The polar pond was a hot tub for like 15 people. That was chilled (coughs) to 48 degrees. You would get up and get in this thing. He would make us submerge to our neck for 10 minutes. You're at pre-hyperthermic stages at 10 minutes. At 10 minutes, you've lost feeling in your toes, fingers, your hands. Um, I noticed for the first time that my hand stopped swelling. I was like, holy shit. Like everything went down. Mm -hmm. My swelling went down in my joints. And also in your muscles, when you work out that hard, it takes all the lactic acid, pushes it back towards the center of the muscle. When it pushes the lactic acid back towards the center of the muscle, you don't get sore. And your muscle breaks down the lactic acid and your recovery time increases twofold every time that you do it for five minutes or more. Mm -hmm. So every time you're in a polar pod, you're supposed to do it for 10 minutes. Normally, most people like me, I can hang out for about five if I haven't done it regularly. But if you do it regularly, you can work your way up to 10 minutes where you're sitting in that pond for 10 minutes. You don't move. You're just in cold ass water. You get out. You feel like a billion dollars and you. Yeah. You, you really do. Your mood is uplifted. Everything is awesome. And you don't give a fuck. Should yeah.
8: Your amount of time and something like that. Be a uh, part of your body fat. Like if you got this much oh. body fat, you get 10 minutes. But if you got like zero body fat, you get five. Type, type no, no,
1: no, no. Because regulate? we always, no. we didn't have any body fat. And we were told 10 minutes. And I was like, fuck,
8: yeah. dude, I yeah. have no fat. Like that guy's fat. He's
1: going to be warm <laughs> for 30 seconds longer than I will be.
8: Like, like Richard, my, my son, Richard, he's built for that shit. He's always been no problem with the polar bear society. You know, you stick me in that same water. I, I ain't coming back out without assistance. You're going to yeah, have to grab me with a claw.
1: <laughs> you would be amazed. You would be amazed.
7: Huh. You so you
4: could get some of the same effects from a cold shower, which is my method since I don't have one of these, uh, a, a polar
8: pod. Just put some ice in your bathtub. Get it to 48 degrees. That's all
1: you got to do. If you can get the water temperature down to 48 degrees, you would be fine. All you need is 10 minutes. 10 minutes, 48 degrees, you're fine. I do about five. And when you do the polar pod, if you're doing it outside like I do it, I do it outside. I should probably pull it in because water would stay at a room temperature instead of at, you know, Georgia's like sweltering 2 billion degrees. Yeah weather so i should pull it inside but if i did that i mean i'd probably have to throw a, a thing of ice in there like once every couple days i mean it stays that cold it's a insulated tub it is pretty nice it's built really well yeah so
7: i haven't used it yet it is cold as fuck though we'll see
4: it that sucks
8: punishment if i'm running my mouth or being a bitch you just stick no. me up and put me in there
4: <laughs> no see you can't frame it so negatively because afterwards <laughs> you think about i'm gonna do this shitty thing but then i'm gonna have all this dopamine me and i'm gonna feel great later
1: dude you're gonna have great amounts of energy like you body. feel better you actually just feel better yeah. and you don't get as hot i noticed that too like when i started oh, doing yeah. it regularly like my body my internal body temperature dropped where I wasn't as hot as I
7: was all the time. You weren't running at 130 degrees? Yes.
4: And somebody, I think, Lindsay, did you mention controlling things with your mind, like involuntary uh, anatomy responses or things like your heartbeat or not your heartbeat?
9: Well, that, yeah, so. that kind of goes all back to the my whole thing with our mind, our, well, us being able to use more of our minds than we are yeah. currently.
4: I think things like this plunge, it changes your anatomy. And you incorporate things like breathing, like Wim Hof and these kind of people. I think that you unlock your ability to really control your body. <clears throat>
1: Agreed. I, I agree. I think that's part right. of it. I think it all plays into it. Um, but your mind has got to open first. And the problem is is nobody's figured that out. And the scary part is somebody's going to say, well, if I stick this chip right here on the side of your brain,
7: right here in your
1: I'm pat- going to unlock... Plan. 80% of your brain.
7: That's what
4: scares me. Yeah. AI knows how to do it better than you. Just take this.
9: Well, it makes you realize why the push is so strong for that to happen. Because if this is the case, and this is a mental and a spiritual battle we're fighting, then it would make sense that the enemy would be trying to go after our mental and spiritual you know, capabilities, which is what's happening in my view anyways.
8: With how often you have to upgrade your electronics to make them function correctly, and this, that, and the other, I, I don't think I want anybody trying to put any chip that's supposed to do better than me. No, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> and, and think think
1: about, think about, like, uh, did you see that movie Upgrade? Have you ever seen that movie? No. Upgrade? Mm, dude, dude you have.
8: I'm getting no, a movie.
1: It's list. A movie. Upgrade is fucking uh, it's some dude. And basically he's with his wife. <sighs> they both get whacked or something like that. They take his body and they redesign it. And they basically make a computer that runs his whole body. Like he's paralyzed from the neck down. He can't do anything, but they put this chip in his brain and all of mm. a sudden he can move all his limbs and he's got like superhero speed and like strength and all this other shit. And he goes back and basically kills all the people that killed him and his wife. And he finds out that the dude that wanted to do it, wanted to put the chip in his brain initially was the guy like, yeah, that yeah, did yeah, it. That's
7: dude. right. I remember that movie. That movie. Yeah, I did. Dude. Dude. All right. Well, it's mean, on my it's list. Already
9: happening. Right.
7: Well, uh, you know, and they tell us in movies, of course, predominantly in the last 10 years has been zombie movies. And, you know, the CDC put out a zombie apocalypse preparedness And they update it regularly. It's like a fucking EO. Wait wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Time out.
1: Because one of you savages over here sends me the clips about the zombie deer. Somebody come on here and talk about the zombie deer. This new disease that's affecting all the deer in the Northeast and Canada. Like there's this disease. They call it zombie deer. Like it it starts like uh, a hunter shot a deer. I read the, the article. Hunter shot a deer and he started, you know, gutting the deer like you would do. Like when you harvest a deer, you have to leave the entrails, all the stomach, the heart. You normally leave all that shit behind. You gut the deer right where you shoot it. You pull everything out. You put it on the ground. The reason you do that is for all the other wildlife. They eat the guts. They eat all of that shit, whatnot. This guy went in to start gutting the deer. And it was like he poked his knife in. It was like air came out. It was hot air. It was like, psh, it was like fucking um, Chevy chase when he went to carve the Turkey during uh national lampoon's Christmas vacation. And the thing just broke open. That's what he said happened to the deer. And he was like, what the fuck? And like all of the organs were rotted. The, the bones have beginning, it started to rot and stuff. And he did note before he took the shot that the deer was acting a little odd. And he thought the deer might be sick. It's not on, unheard of for a hunter to slaughter a deer that is sick because that's the ones we normally go after. Um, first of all, they're the easiest to kill, but B uh, you can cut the infection out and still collect, harvest the meat and use the, the deer to its end point. Apparently this guy said like all of the meat in the deer was unharvestable because this disease had spread all over the fucking deer. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, wait a minute. hot shot <laughs> What the fuck happened? What? What? She was just talking about it the other day. We saw a deer down the street from our house. She was like, "These fucking deer are super skinny. So Why are they so skinny? And the so small?" At
7: the end of the summer, when we live in like the most lush vegetative place you can imagine, I mean, literally, we have to mow constantly. They're constantly everywhere. There's plenty for them to eat
1: well we do have marsh deer down here which is a little different they're a little skinnier just generally but even still they're really small like just height wise they don't even they don't even come up to the height of normal deer anymore like i wouldn't even be afraid of hitting one of them with my truck i'm pretty sure yeah clean take them out
4: Mm -hmm. yeah we have mule deer here and maybe one out of ten will be a big big male the rest are fairly small a lot of them too get um uh, kind of like patchy, patchy fur. I think like yeah, probably like mange, not- mange. mange. Yeah, it's once in a while, and it's uh, yeah. I feel like they should be a little fatter and bigger. Sometimes I see skinny ones too, and they eat a shit ton yeah but, i am uh, just like this zombie deer shit is ridiculous look it up weird. online a dead i want to do some research on that for that sure that is right?
1: that is no crap like they're infecting even the deer now like with this shit and uh, somebody even posed the question in one of the chats that i saw below mm. what if this is related to us like what mm. if like everybody getting the jab is shedding on the deer or shedding on the shit that yeah. the deer are eating, or what if, And then well, the deer are getting infected by that.
7: What if I, the deer was uh, injected with a, a fucking mRNA? mosquito yeah. or with a, a drone shed? They were trying to, I mean, I heard they were like sending drones out and they were trying to inject all the wildlife with mRNA too. Yeah. Or
4: I think food. they are going after that because that's going to be how a lot of people would survive in a shit at the fan scenario. And I got to take off here, but I want to finish with this. Um, with this uh, something that we're talking about animals and earlier talking about injecting animals and things. Um, I have a friend who is uh, a natural healer for horses and um, straightens them out and uses energy to heal them essentially. Yep. And she says, everything you see, they always release it into the animal population first through vets and with livestock and horses and things. She doesn't believe in any pharmaceuticals for animals either. So, yeah, you see them the animals first, and you have you have things like um ticks and deer they could spread diseases and things like this and then
9: what's always anyway. makes me think about why right. China went in and killed all their pets, like all their oh pets. yeah, I always go back I think, to that, and everyone just assumed automatically well, they're just mean or whatever but Ch- i mean what say think what you want I mean the Chinese are smart. Right, So why did they go in and kill all of their pets? And why, when all of this happened, was there such a demand for everyone to have a dog and or a pet, an ESA animal? And I mean, if I was going to put something out there, it would make sense to put it in something that everyone has and no one's scared of, and they're hugging. And I mean, how many people sleep with their animals? And so even if you didn't get anything injected in you, but you have something that's basically a
8: spike protein. Yeah.
9: yeah. And how many times are you bathing? It's it's shedding everywhere. It's, you know, licking your mouth, all of it. So to my knowledge, most people haven't stopped taking, I keep telling people to stop taking their pets to the vet, (laughs) stop Mm -hmm. it, stop doing it. But to my knowledge, most people still do. So I don't trust them either. So
8: it's an interesting theory. My first thought was they didn't want them eating their animals to stay alive any longer because we, think- we always heard about the cat in the kettle at the Peking moon, you know, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I goes to
9: like, uh, like what everything out like the, because that's what I would think too, right? But then I was thinking about, because it, think so? it was the whole like world all of a sudden is like everyone you can take your animals everywhere and like whatever they are and. Um, they
8: were coming out saying no the you animals have can't wear a mask, but all your
9: brain right. doesn't have to wear a mask. But you're walking out, so you're walking your dog, so you can go outside, to, you know, to the bathroom with your mask on, and your dog's just like breathe in the air.
4: I think it's all about comfort and your mentality, and you get that from animals and being close to them, and you get it from people and being close to them too. That's what right. I think. I talked about it on Friday, kind of in depth and with Roxy.
9: If you were gonna yeah. inject yeah. a bunch of parasites, then uh, I would put them in the animals and give them ooh. to the people. But
7: hey, if your animals have parasites, you have parasites. Uh, then tell yeah. everyone where they can find you and yeah, please, in the, and the and time shows. of your
1: shows because you yeah. do like two different shows a day.
4: I do. Uh, redpills.tv that's <gasps> our main hub. Redpills.tv. Uh, I'm over there with Josh Reed doing the daily dose and morning coffee every uh weekday at morning coffee is at 8 30 a.m. Pacific, 11 30 a.m. Eastern time. We talk about the news. uh on the weekends, we get into a little bit of fringy stuff, conspiracy, health, and this kind of thing on Fridays. Sometimes well, we haven't been doing Saturday lately, but we'll be uh, adjusting here soon. Uh, just redpills.tv. You guys could find me there. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and that kind of stuff, but find me on redpills.tv and start there. Um, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Good to see you, Lindsay. Good to see you all. Uh, I'd be happy to come back soon. I want to get on Freedom Gardens one of these days if you want to hit me up. i yeah, happy to guest and and get into things we yeah. got to figure out a friday too we can come on morning coffee or yeah morning coffee you're always welcome friday funnies i do because i like to start unwinding that's always fun uh or anytime you guys you're always welcome all right we'll have right. to link up yeah great to see yeah. you on friday, so it makes it easier yes right. thank Thanks you for coming me. sir my pleasure thank you
1: have, have a great afternoon enjoy the rest of it hopefully your uh seahawks do something huh <laughs>
4: oh, I, I doubt it. Apparently right? they go until three. I don't know. I don't watch, but
1: okay. Who knows? Well, the Eagles are starting at 425. So Good
8: yeah. Patriot not right watching after. football anymore. Awesome. Okay.
1: Hey.
8: Sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch it in the first place.
1: There you go. Peace, Peace out. out.
7: Later. <laughs> Bye Vince.
1: Bye Vince. That's uh Vince, our uh, he's our other
7: he's our producer. Producer
1: pretty, pretty much, much, much because on the yeah. red pill side.
7: Yeah, he sets up the show for us on the red pill side. So I'm always like texting him going okay here's the name of today's show and then he's texting me going uh my show starts in five minutes get the fuck off <laughs> i'm like oh shit sorry but it's all good 11th and he doesn't always get it. i told you that the antichrist deep cleaned his room because he had a friend over well, and i told is this friend I, I, you've met her before floor oh. and yeah totally he even vacuumed it and and i told liam oh. i was like i was like hey you should uh yeah I didn't know yeah, I was like, "Hey, you should take a uh, take a hint from your brother and clean your room," because you know he's got a friend coming over, and he goes, "He has a friend?" <laughs> <laughs> Leave
8: it to the little oh, shit to fucking be a dick, you know. Up. Hey,
1: what do you say? Uh, I don't have the button, but um, what do you say we get high? You want to get high? Yeah, I want to
7: get high. I kind of want to get high. Yeah, get high. Okay. Well, that's fine. We'll get there. Now that the you know friend is here, let's like make the whole house feel like we. That's what I, my <laughs> plan is.
1: We'll teach them how the, how yeah. you're supposed to do it. Do it right. Fair. Get yours out oh, if you. So that was a
8: very interesting thought, Lindsay. I had not thought that deep into it. I just figured they didn't want them to eat the animals and whatnot. it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, if you're gonna have those little bio weapons, you don't uh, associate with those people you know have been injected. You wouldn't even think about the pets. Very interesting. Game theory.
1: It it it, is a, it it holds weight. It's plausible. There's a plausibility to it. Let's it put it
9: there.
8: Looking into
9: it, it just is. never made sense to me why people had to be six feet apart, but your pets. It, it was, China. It, you could touch other people's pets, but just as long yeah. as you stayed six feet apart.
7: You know what's interesting? My cousin in Colorado. He um he got jabbed. All oh, and my whole family did. Uh, except for my mom and I and our kids, obviously. But um, his absolutely beautiful four-year-old German shepherd came down with a very rare blood disease. Cancer. It was cancer. It was blood cancer. Blood cancer. Um, and a German shepherd. About eight weeks after he got the jab. And I was like, you you, you killed your dog.
1: Like, you really don't, like, normally dogs don't get, um, one of the big things, Dogs don't get one of the things I learned, I should say, um, they, it's very rare for a dog to get a blood disease. It's very, very rare. Dogs don't get them. They, they have a way of processing them out of, there's a a system in their body that works to process out, process out their livers work differently than ours. Their livers never get exposed to alcohol. So their livers work twice as well as ours do. And they filter out all the fucking bullshit out of their bloodstream. One of the thing that one of the things that we were taught about our dogs was, was one thing we were always told was what our blood, dog's blood type was, because a dog's blood can be used in the human body in a very quick pinch. If you've got to put blood in a human, you always knew what your dog's blood type was because you could take dog you could take the blood out of a dog and stick it in a human and it would work this, just the same. The body would process it just the same. And we never knew that, but that was the whole point of the Malinois. The reason the Malinois was chosen as a working dog is because of how its body works. You can take blood out of a Malinois and put it in a human. As long as it's the same blood type, it'll work the same way. It will do the same thing. It'll fool the body just for the amount of time for you to get whoever you need to get back. We never had to do it, thank God. But it was always an option. It was something that our medic always reminded us of. Craziness, but yeah, the Mal has the same. It has the same ketones in the blood that help your body the same way it does a human. Do they have Rh negative dogs?
9: Yeah, I never thought there's
1: Rh positive, there's Rh negative, there's matter of fact, they even have a third Rh factor. It's a uh, golden blood, the null. Yes, the null,
7: which is very, very, very. There's only a dozen people in the entire world that have golden blood.
1: That's very rare. It's more rare than anything else.
7: Yeah, significantly. Um, it's
1: like twelve percent of the population, or some shit.
7: Well, twelve percent of the population is well. They say between ten and fifteen percent is Rh negative, but there's only twelve people well, out have been of 8 with it. billion yes. that they have found that have golden blood. Yes. So that's the null factor. But the dogs
8: carry it more. Music or just smoking? I see you keep. No, no, we're, we're no. no I'm it. waiting
7: to
1: light. I'm like, I want to okay. light, and <sighs> she keeps fucking talking, I'm like, God damn it! Fine. Shut up! Push the
7: button. <laughs>
1: just push the button or in
7: fine.
1: You ready? Hit it. If you got it, you know what time it is.
7: Come on. What are you doing? I don't know. There it goes.
1: Apparently Lindsay can't do that. Where she's at. Mm. In her shitter.
7: She's not (laughs) in her shitter.
1: (sighs) I just thought it was funny.
8: What was funnier is when she started talking and you could hear like a hollow sound like she was in a very <laughs> small type. It was
1: possibility that she was not her shitter. It's terrible.
6: Hey.
8: Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, broadcasting. Gotta love it.
9: Sorry, I don't have all the fancy stuff. <laughs> I don't even own a computer. This is my work. Is my work computer.
8: <laughs> don't spill it. I'll, be, I'll, be. I'll try to take extra for you.
1: I'll take an extra hit for you once.
8: we a team I like have the Jason, Jason, Jason. Did you invite Jason? <laughs> yeah. You
1: should have invited him. I bet he wouldn't come out. I would have loved to talk to him. I haven't talked to him in the hot since, well, actually, I talked to him last week. So I have talked to him. But he's going back to the border uh, next week. First time in six months.
8: Oh, Jason Franks. Yep.
1: Yep. He's going back to the border for the first time in six weeks. He hasn't been since um, what's-her-name took over uh, as governor of
8: Arizona. Oh, okay.
1: Because the cops would arrest him.
8: I don't know what changed. Operation down a little bit more toward Texas way, you know?
1: I don't know what changed, but something changed.
8: Well, if you can rig elections and steal offices, you definitely got control over the police department. Especially once you're the mayor or governor. You know, governor pardons and this, that, and the other. The governor's in charge of the police. Don't the commissioners and everything else Get their walking orders from the governors Yep Yeah
1: Not federally
8: Yeah but we're not talking federal We're talking state
1: No he was more worried about fence. He was more it,
8: Well they would have always been a concern
1: Yeah He was more worried about um, uh, That's not the one That's not the right audio I gotta get the right audio for that because remember, at the end, he he always said, "What do we? Yeah,
7: what do we say when the FBI knocks on our door? Nah, bear, <sighs> open that door for me, well, please. I'm having a hormonal hot flash. I need some air.
3: When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them?
7: Nah, bear. Nah, bear. bear. I am. Nah, no
1: bear. You your life, right? No,
7: no, no. Just the month, yeah. not the life. All
8: right. I just thought I'd help out with a button. Mm.
7: Okay, thank you.
8: <laughs> so. Hold on. Let me bring them back up to our level.
1: There we go. We're Um, all even now
7: on the board. So where do y'all think we're out in the timeline? What's coming next?
1: And you go first, Lynn, because we haven't heard a lot from you. So you tell me what's, what's next.
9: Well, I, I don't think there will be elections or an election. I, I pray and hope that there are no more elections because if there are then that means we're not leaving the slave matrix that we're currently trapped in because we're going to continue to believe that our vote matters and that we're electing these people to run our lives and we've been proven it's been proven to us over the last 3 years that we do not elect anybody they are selected and they are controlling our money, our lives, our everything we just talked about regarding food that we intake to, into our bodies, the shots, all of it. So we, I don't know why anyone even talks about elections anymore. Like there's not, in my opinion, there's nothing else to be proven. There is, I mean, you're hoping on something that's like we, I said in the chat the other day, it's insanity to go line up and vote. And even if you believe that it is rigged, but that there's some sort of algorithm that we can beat the the cheating algorithm to win, you're still in a cheating game. And I don't play games like that. I don't, if I know that it's rigged, I'm not going to continue to play. And even if my side can cheat better, that's not how it should be. So I also don't, Think we need all of these people to be governing us? Obviously, I mean, we're taking health advice from people that look very unhealthy, um, seem mentally unstable, and they're the ones that are giving us health advice and mental advice. Um, so, that being said, uh, moving forward, I think, I think a lot of. Um, What's going on with the uh, weather events and things like that, in my opinion, is a war that's being that hasn't been being fought um, more like an invisible war of a different kind of nature um, that we're not supposed to be aware of or know about because we can go into that. I don't know. But um, I'm more on with V on her thoughts of uh, what's coming as far as, um, I kind of believe a lot of what's already been happening as far as um, people uh, making their own choices where their soul was going to end up has already been happening. That's kind of what I believe the rapture is. It, it's already started, um, but it was able, but it was a choice. Not now. Granted, not it wasn't a choice for everyone, right? There are children and things that were it was forced on. But for the majority of people, getting the bioweapon shot was a was a choice. Or choosing to um, do what we have in research and um, try to expand our, our knowledge and learn about things was was a choice. It's a lot to do, right? to spend your time doing all of this research. And it's not all, it's not all fun to to learn all these things. It's, would be easier to pretend like everything's normal and everything's going to just, you know, work out. But, you know, again, you had to choose. And that's why when I don't blame Trump, I don't blame, I don't blame anybody because this is not having accountability for our choices is why I believe we as a planet are in the situation we are right now. Um, So So
1: ultimately what you're saying is I, I think it's okay. So look, first of all, I want to point something out to all of you fuckers. Um, This is one of your own. She's in every night. I see her all the time. She's always chatting. And I, this isn't me. You just heard it come out of her mouth, not mine. Sounds the same. Sounds like the same fucking words. Look.
8: There are a couple distinct differences though.
1: Free will is free will. Mm-hmm. If you, God gave us free will. It's one of his gifts. And when you look at it, right? This is why I have, I've been in a lot of torment about this. Because, unfortunately, I know a generation of people right now that are offing themselves left, right, and center. I'm a part of that generation. I know who those people, 90% of those people are. And no, I'm not going to kill myself. Don't worry about it. That's not happening. So if that happens to me, you all know that's bullshit. And no, it's not going to be some shit with, in the J-man circumstances, you know it's bullshit. The only way I'm dying, I'm going out my feet and I'm fighting. I fucking lose to anybody. I give a shit less.
8: Unless v- you what, your sleep.
1: That's the only person who <laughs> has that type of unfettered and undulterated access to me.
8: <laughs> <laughs> a wife,
1: pineapple to eliminate me. She's the only one. But outside of that.
8: He's not allowed to
1: die until I kill him. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly what my just, point. Let me just I say. I am picking
8: up for you because you weren't here to do it yourself.
1: Yeah. My, my point is this when I, I when be, get in you know, when I, when I pick think a about, um, like what you just said about free will, it is free will. We have free will, we had a choice. You had a choice as a human being, as a soul on this earth, put here by God. You had a choice, you mm-hmm. had a choice, you had a choice between whether you believed in Him or you believed in the other because your choice was, do you have the constitution? Do you have the stature? Do you have the ability, the stamina to stand there and say, no, fuck you. I'm not getting a jab. Or did you give in? And if you gave in, where do you stand now? Because I would have to say those people that gave in and have asked, forgiveness from God have been granted their forgiveness. (laughs) Probably have healed themselves too. Some of them. But you've got to ask for forgiveness because you just unrighted or you're trying to unwrong and make right a wrong you did so many years ago. And if you're still feeling effects from the jab, I agree with Lindsay. You're probably going to die. You probably need to seek some retribution with that, that guy first, first do that first, then do the other shit that she's got.
9: I didn't, I'm just kind of saying, I feel a lot of people still, they, point their anger towards other people for their choices instead of, instead of taking a look at themselves. And that's where people still, a lot of people still aren't in my opinion. um, They're not able still to look at themselves and see what they could have done differently or even accept that it wasn't done to them that again, they chose to do it. Because from the beginning of all of this, the information was out there. you yeah. have been talking about it since day one before they were the bio sh- uh, shots were even released. Yep, Now we're talking about it. So if you wanted to do any kind of research, which most people do research on everything, I see people googling everything. From you know recipes to whatever, but yet when it came to this, it was like some people did it, some people didn't. So if you didn't, and you got it and now it's you can be angry at other people, but you rolled up your sleeve and allowed it.
1: That is the uh, like um, I've been in a bunch of rape victim crisis counseling counselor person, people thingies, and I'm not good at it. So I never did it, but I've been in there and I've heard a lot of women say people, women that have been raped before say it was, it is the ultimate form of degradation that you could do to a female. So think about what you allowed happen to you. You rolled your sleeve up and I'm included in this and you allowed a needle to puncture your skin and inject some foreign matter into your body that whether you want to believe it or not, whether you believe good, bad, or otherwise get this, you don't know and you can't prove it as much as you can sit there and say, that I'm a conspiracy theorist or this lady here's a conspiracy theorist or this lady up here's a conspiracy theorist, or this lady here is a conspiracy theorist. As much as you can say that you can't prove what I'm saying or what she's saying or what she's saying or what she says is wrong either. So who is the bigger liar here? The one that went and did their own research and, Connected their own dots, said, "Look at this. This is a possibility too, because so
7: far, our records a lot better than yours." Jason said, "Just got to notice: U.S. food bank shortage going to get real very soon." Yep. Yep. And Biden just turned off, or he just canceled. Wait a minute. All wait open a minute. Leases whoa, 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 on, whoa, whoa, whoa uh, drilling whoa, whoa. for oil and Jason, land. wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa,
8: and People in Alaska, food bank. Yeah. Wait. Off laugh,
1: U.S. Yeah. food bank shortage. Holy God. shit. Red Dawn. Do you remember the opening to Red Dawn?
8: I remember them all dropping. Do you remember the, the radio
1: program that, as the kids were going to school, they were listening to the radio, and the guy was talking on the radio, and they were talking about a food bank shortage in America. Holy shit. This is right out of a fucking movie.
7: Everything is right out of a fucking movie. Dude,
1: seriously. No, that was the story. I remember the movie. I've watched the 1986 version of Red Dawn more than a million times. Every time it's on the TV, I click over to it. Why? Because it is the most epic fuck you of America that I loved. The The Wolverines, fuck Yeah. Wolverine. when you
8: tune in when you didn't know it was on but you just happened to catch it what scene do you always catch it on because i always catch it on the same damn scene i'm always
1: when i catch it i always catch it they just the the they just found the air force pilot
8: okay when whenever they're sitting I'm down the to the, the fire you're always pissing in always. the radiator no i never catch that
1: one i always wish i catch catch that one right
8: there they're pissing in the radiator look
1: that's like that's uh well anyway (laughs) when if you watch red dawn if you remember as they're going to school that day right as the attacks happening and in the new one i don't remember if that was on the radio or not i i don't know
8: I didn't but watch I, the new one. I got so mad that they remade it, and it was so a good job with the first one. I didn't bother with the second one. That. Food bank shortage in America. Wow. So Veland's smiling like, you really should go watch the new version. Um, I want to play something for
7: y'all. This happened what? today, I believe.
8: Is there volume? Can you not hear it? Oh, you may not have shared it with us. They may not have a problem on the stream. We just can't hear it here with you.
1: Okay, that's good that you just told us that. Pause that, please. Pause that because that means they can't hear the audio. Okay. This is like you guys. Are, in
7: battle you there. guys hear the audio in the in the chat.
1: I doubt it, because there was audio. No if 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 they couldn't hear it there, then they're not going to be able to hear right. it. You got to share that a different way. I do have to share okay. that differently. Um, share it by the file. I'm glad before. I said
8: something. I was afraid to say something like. Right <laughs> I don't use this StreamYard stuff. All this, right, hold on. This should work. We're going
1: to try this. Stand okay. by. Wait one second. Tell me, uh, ladies, just tell me if the two of you can hear it. Because if you guys can't hear it, you're through StreamYard. You're going to be able to tell us right off the bat. Hold on.
3: The U.S. has begun testing the biggest, heaviest, most expensive, and most powerful aircraft carrier the world has ever seen, which is also equipped with the latest laser weapons. With the South China Sea simmering with naval rivalries, these super advanced defenses will certainly resonate with immediate threats reinforcing the U.S.'s position in maintaining sea-lane security. By leveraging laser technology, the carrier aims to enhance its defensive capabilities to combat emerging threats posed by boats, drones, and advanced optical sensors on enemy aircraft. It can even destroy incoming missiles mid-flight. The name of this formidable giant is USS Gerald R. Ford. Today it is my great pleasure to announce that the Department of the Navy's newest aircraft carrier, CDN-78, the first in a new class of
1: CDN-21 carriers, will be named USS Gerald R. Ford.
3: The U.S. race to implement leading-edge tech was spawned by the realization that China's rapidly increasing its military might by making ships and subs that run on autopilot, coupled with nuclear-armed aircraft that could fly above Mach 2 speeds, which is approximately 1,500 miles per hour. China's even developed satellites that can interfere with the work of coastal defense and warning systems making the development of laser aircraft carriers critical to U.S. dominance of modern warfare and deterrence of the enemy's onslaught because they can blind and confuse modern optics on aircraft and even satellites. With these new technologies, the United States has succeeded 100 percent. The development of the USS Gerald R. Ford, the world's largest and most technologically advanced aircraft carrier, began on August 11, 2005, with a ceremonial steel cut by Northrop Grumman shipbuilding. The ship was commissioned on January 22, 2017 by President Donald J. Trump, marking its entry into active naval service. The foundation that we were building here today at Gerald R. Ford.
1: Can you pause that real quick? Yeah. Okay, good. So really quick, when you saw that carrier doing the, the banking turn, all right, let me tell you something. I've been on a carrier when they do it. They, this is what they call putting the keel in the water. Um, let me tell you something. I have never, ever in my whole entire life experienced anything like this before, but I literally was walking on the walls because when that bitch banks, her keel is literally like digging into the water and the force of the The boat turning like that, it's such a rapid rate. You are walking on the walls inside the carrier. I was like, now I understand why the shapes are of. So if you've ever wondered why the shapes of doors are the way they are on boats, it's because when you're on your knees crawling up a wall, you can crawl through the opening just the same and it it's the same height the metal is at exactly the same height i never understood that until i did that i was like holy shit that was ridiculous
7: okay so we're currently testing the lasers from this ship Yeah. yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah how how are we testing lasers? Uh, I wonder, did we just go over to fucking Morocco and like send a beam right through the center of a Morocco that caused a goddamn, fu- because that's where you would do it. You would go out in the med. Why not? It's huge open water and nobody tracks shit in the med.
8: And you said that was on a massive water thoroughfare. Yes,
1: it is.
3: Okay, here. We'll last for the next 50 plus years. It will last throughout our lives. If we get this right, Gerald R. Ford will go on to be not just the most technologically advanced warship in the Navy. The aircraft carrier boasts a multitude of groundbreaking features and has set several remarkable records. It's the lead ship of the Gerald R. Ford class, the first new class of aircraft carriers in over 40 years. With a length of 1,092 feet and a displacement of approximately 100,000 tons, this colossal carrier is the largest aircraft carrier ever built. It's powered by two nuclear reactors, providing unmatched endurance with a top speed exceeding 30 knots. The ship can accommodate a crew of 4,540 personnel, as well as an air wing and staff, supporting combat readiness of 75 aircraft. That and We've been able to reduce the manpower on this ship, the crew size, by about 600 people. One of the most significant advancements showcased by the USS Gerald R. Ford are its cutting edge laser weapons. Also known as directed energy weapons, which are being developed by various defense companies. By harnessing intense beams of focused light, these weapons have the potential to provide rapid and precise engagement of targets. Due to the USS Ford's surplus electrical power generation capacity, it can effortlessly support the energy requirements of these laser systems. The combined capabilities of this aircraft carrier create a formidable force projection platform. The integration of laser weapons combined with fighter aircraft, torpedoes, mines, radio jamming, and microwave weapons further enhances the overall effectiveness of the carrier strike group. The U.S. is also developing technologies to add stealth capabilities to the USS Gerald R. Ford and other naval assets. Several defense companies are developing materials that can partially absorb or reflect radar waves, creating an effect where the radar image either appears as a small or not at all. Rendering the aircraft carrier virtually invisible to radar detection. This ship is so different from any other ship that I've ever been on. And, and that holds true for all of our sailors. You know, no matter how many aircraft carriers you've been on before, you've never been on a Ford class aircraft carrier.
1: Let's let's think about this.
7: What so, are microwave weapons? First of all. Well, this would make
9: more sense why why uh, they, um, people re- hope and them weren't affected. It's, how about... Cloaking, blockers.
1: cloaking devices, cloaking, cloaking mm-hmm. making the boat disappear. Yeah. Look like a blink in the water.
7: Nothing Look like a, a small... all right.
1: First of all, second of all, think about this. It, okay. Okay. <laughs> cut, cut the force down to 600 on the boat. All right. Mm-hmm. You are talking about how advanced that boat is Six hundred people. It's essentially run on AI, dude.
8: Yes, right. exactly. You don't have to have men loading shells into the guns. You don't. No, have yeah, to you have do. That
1: still boat. kind of has to happen but with lasers. Went,
8: you got uh, one dude in a chair with some yeah, virtual that's, reality that's only
1: for the lasers, but for everything else that's done on that boat, what
7: the fuck are microwave weapons?
1: Let me tell you something, okay. This boat. When you look at the navy, right? You look oh, at it. Look an, your uh, insides. Would you calm yourself? When you look at a carrier group, right, a carrier group is not just about the boats. First, there's an air wing with with a carrier group. Not only is there an air wing with that carrier group, but there's also what they call a sub hunter wing with that carrier group, which is a bunch of fucking helicopters that they have in another boat. Um, within that carrier group as well, you have mine sub hunters in the planes. You also have day sub hunters or what they call the airstrike planes. And then you have all of the land bat based planes that are on top of that in that carrier. When you're looking at that carrier, that carrier can carry out warfare at a level that, um, most of us can't even conceive because it carries with it all of those assets on it and then it disperses it amongst the battlefield. That's what makes our carrier groups so effective. They're, they're effective not only in sea warfare, but land warfare, air warfare, blah, 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 so on and so forth. When you look at the weapon system concerning microwaves, the microwaves we've had around for a while, they called it a heat weapon for a long time. Um, like basically they point this beam of superheated microwave energy at you and you would get on your skin, you would feel like you were burning, like your skin would feel like it was on fire. Right. And the closer and the more dense, the wave, the hotter and the more worse it was for you. So for instance, as they condensed the beam of microwaves, as they made it smaller and more pinpoint the, the hotter it got. And what they found when they condensed that beam to a certain percentage, it became so hot that it pretty much burned through anything at a certain distance. So when you were asking about a microwave energy weapon, that would be your microwave energy weapon. And when you lock on to a moving target, such as a missile or an incoming strike and you penetrate it at that exact distance, that microwave energy is hotter and stronger than anything else Incoming at it so it destroys it And breaks it up before it even Makes
7: makes the enemy's hot pockets explode Yes
1: (laughs) He's exactly right That's exactly what it does At a distance it's specifically Calculated to a distance That I don't know off the top of my head A and B I believe it's still Classified I couldn't tell you if I wanted to But it basically makes A rocket futile because it'll burn a hole directly through it and destroy all the innards before it even makes contact with it, so it's worthless. Anyway, what is? Why are you looking there?
8: It's reminding her of some kind of Bible. I,
1: I know she's she's jumping through it right now. She's digging through. Can we continue with the video while you're doing that? Yes. And then
3: okay. Let's do it. <laughs> This gigantic ship is propelled by a cutting-edge engine complemented by its nuclear reactors, four massive screws, and the largest anchor ever fitted on an aircraft carrier. Each propeller on the ship weighs approximately 30 tons with a diameter of 21 feet. They're made of bronze, chosen for its durability and resistance to corrosion. The massive anchor on the Ford weighs approximately 30,000 pounds, while the anchor chain is an impressive 1,440 feet long with wings weighing around 136 pounds each. Compared to the heavier Nimitz-class carriers, the anchor and chain system on the USS Gerald R. Ford actually weighs only half as much despite their bigger size.
10: So we have one less aircraft elevator than uh, Nimitz-class. This has three as opposed to the four. Um, All that was part of the design to enhance flight deck usage. So that's a, a, a key aspect, right? That's what the carrier does.
3: But the innovations don't stop there. The ship's advanced steering and control units allow for precise navigation and seamless integration of its diverse weapons system. Among its impressive armament are multiple NATO sea sparrow missile mounts, balanced sea whiz and rolling airframe missile mounts. While the original vision for the USS Ford was even grander in scale and power, The current design optimizes the ship's capabilities for seamless operations, especially at full speed. The USS Gerald R. Ford boasts a range of groundbreaking features that enhance its operational capabilities. Its advanced technology includes an electromagnetic aircraft launch system and a dual-band radar system. These advancements facilitate quicker aircraft launches and recoveries, increased sortie generation rates, and improved radar capabilities. Also, this technology reduces the load on the aircraft, increases its reliability, and can work with aircraft of different weights. The Ford also has advanced technology to help helicopters land in stormy conditions. The ship's ability to quickly launch and recover aircraft positions it as a mobile airbase capable of sustained combat operations and power projection. Its integration of advanced weaponry, logistical support systems, and diverse capabilities make it akin to a floating army. There is a uh, a high bill up front for this carrier, without a doubt, as a first to class. But it is designed from the outset to operate uh, more efficiently and to uh, have greater availability due to the uh, reduced maintenance requirements. The board is preceded by several legendary aircraft carriers that left a permanent mark in history. The USS Enterprise (CVN-65) is hailed as one of the most iconic aircraft carriers in the U.S. Navy's history. It was the world's first nuclear-powered aircraft carrier and played a vital role in projecting power, making significant contributions during the Cuban Missile Crisis, Vietnam War, and numerous other conflicts. The USS Nimitz, CVN-68, is the lead ship of its class and an embodiment of military superiority. The Nimitz-class carriers are recognized for their immense size and capabilities. They were the first aircraft carrier to feature a two-reactor nuclear power plant and an angled flight deck. Another influential predecessor is the USS Kitty Hawk, CV-63, which served as a pivotal player in Vietnam and the Persian Gulf. Revered for its operational longevity, it earned a reputation for its versatility and resilience in various combat scenarios. Lastly, the USS John C. Stennis, CVN-74, is known for its immense firepower.
1: Yeah, that that one's, okay, so get this, all right? First of all, let's talk about, CVN 63 there for just a second the shitty kitty that's kitty kitty. how sailor sailors referred to her the shitty kitty my brother served on that boat for most of his career it was on the shitty kitty and every time he would tell me because they had the they had the top gun patch that everybody saw you know everybody saw the shitty kitty and that's my brother's patch that's the one he wore and uh, they always said, oh, that's the top gun patch. They were like, no, 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 that's not the top gun patch, dude. That's the shitty kitty. Because he said every time he went on a float on that boat, it didn't matter what happened. They were always broke down in some foreign port for at least three months before they ever got back aboard it and went somewhere else. That was a floating train wreck. That's what he told me. I was Thanks. like, wow the shitty kitty
3: anyway my power and ability to launch and recover aircraft with exceptional efficiency. the USS John C. Stennis has played a significant role in projecting American power across the globe The development and construction of the USS Gerald R Ford program was met with both significant successes and challenges. The ship's construction was a collaboration between the U.S Navy and Newport News shipbuilding, While the program faced some delays and cost overruns, it ultimately achieved its goal of delivering an advanced state-of-the-art aircraft carrier. The emergence of the USS Gerald R. Ford has had major implications for China's military efforts. Its advanced capabilities and enhanced operational efficiency present a significant challenge to China's aspirations for regional dominance in the South China Sea and around the globe. Yet, while the USS Gerald R. Ford is a formidable asset, it's not impervious to countermeasures. Other countries may seek to develop their own advanced anti-ship capabilities, such as long-range missiles or autonomous underwater systems. However, the Ford-class carriers incorporate advanced defensive systems and operational flexibility to mitigate such threats. The USS Gerald R. Ford represents a significant milestone in naval power projection. Its advanced technology, improved efficiency, and evolving capabilities make it a formidable asset in maintaining American military superiority. As the United States continues to invest in naval modernization, the future holds the promise of even more advanced and capable aircraft carriers. Now we want to hear what you think of this marvel of maritime warfare. Let us know in the comments. Also, give us a like, turn on notifications so you'll never miss one of our videos. We'll see you next time.
6: One of,
1: my, uh, one of my good friends, uh, he, uh, one of my brothers, I guess. He's one of my brother's good friends. He was a submariner um, for a stint of time. Anyway, one of the things he told me, he was a sonar officer. And one of the things he said, the hardest thing to hear in the ocean is an aircraft carrier. And everybody asks the same question that I asked why you would think the displacement alone of those boats um, are so severe. It's so big. It, it just doesn't make any sense. The way the hulls are constructed on those boats and their displacement and, and how the water moves around them is like, it sounds like um magma displacement. They, they, they say it sounds like, earth like the earth echoing and it sounds natural it doesn't sound like a boat and i always thought that was the craziest thing i've ever heard i was like how we're we are so smart as human beings we can create a body of metal to sit on the water and float through it where it basically makes no sound whatsoever in the water Yet the only thing you hear is whether it's under power or not. And if it's under power, then obviously it makes a noise under the water. But when the hull is just going through the water and it's not under power, wow, that's just it's fucking ridiculous. It's just, man, we're we either the brightest super beings of the world or we're the dumbest, most fucking retarded motherfuckers out there and everybody's brighter than us. I don't know which
8: um well the animals are smarter than us we we, we discovered that here recently yeah you know? well that's because they can they can still talk
7: to each other they still have the ability of telepathy that I think was taken away from us when the tower of Babel fell or was destroyed on purpose oh
1: is that is that what you're looking for no. is that what you were doing No about? no that's oh, okay. not what I was oh, looking
7: okay. for at all actually um but when when I when I saw that boat that ship, It brought to mind, well, it brought to mind this. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication." And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins and that ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached on to heaven and God have remembered her inequities. Remember her even as she rewarded you and double unto her double according to her works in the cup which she hath filled Fill to her double, how much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore, shall her plagues come in one day death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her, when they shall see the smoke of her burning, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. This merchandise of gold, and silver, and precious stones, and of pearls, and fine linen, and purple, and silk, and scarlet, and all thine wood, all manner vessels of ivory, and all manner vessels of most precious wood, and of brass, and iron, and marble, and cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men, and the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand far off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was cloaked in fine linen and purple and scarlet, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour so great riches has come to naught, and every shipmaster and all the company And ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood far off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? They cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness, for thou in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, that ye holy apostles and prophets, for God, have avenged you, God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall the great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. And the voices of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. The sound of the millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. The light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. And for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints. And of all that were slain upon the earth. Yeah, I don't know why that uh, brought that to mind. But, you know, I guess it was the sailor's part and the costliness of the ship since that is a $100 billion ship that they just put out to sea. The most expensive ship ever. $100 billion. Mm. Crazy. Crazy, huh? In one hour, Babylon shall fall.
9: I guess it's kind of like worshiping
7: fire fire and earthquakes and floods fire will rain down upon everyone hmm. so and i know we you know we talked about this at the beginning if this was a uh, a man-made earthquake in morocco or a god-made earthquake in morocco but you know just the latest earthquakes here in New Zealand, 5.6 in Mexico, another 5.8 in Mexico, 5.1 in California, 4.5 in Mexico, 6.9 in Morocco, 4.8 in Morocco, 4.5 in the Congo, and 5.9 in Indonesia. All over our great flat earth. (laughs) (laughs) I win. I win. Well, as, as I win, as Ironwood said, BSS said, the ship is useless on the globe, but it has to be used on a flatter donut Earth. Yes,
1: it does. Why is that, Ironwood? Why is that, Mister Madden? Suck stuff. Tell me, why does it
7: have to be flat? Because lasers can't account for the supposed curvature of the Earth.
8: Displacement doesn't work.
1: The numbers and displacement don't work.
8: Well, that makes a lot more sense than you trying to tell me the ship's too long and be no,
1: exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, because when you get to the length of the ship, if you you break curvature, how is the ship even in the water?
8: Well, that's what makes up for it. It's it, it's in the water, so it's just a buoyancy oh, get, thing. Oh, get the fuck out of the Bullshit!
1: <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> you have six degree fucking drop on either side. This ship shouldn't even be sitting in the water in the front end and the back end. How right? the fuck are you getting propulsion? Side jets. That's what I call side jets. <laughs> side
9: jets. But also, if God works through man and men are doing this, then technically it's God is
1: doing this. All right, can we dump
7: this? Yes, Lindsay. Can we dump that? Yes, you are absolutely right.
1: I'm pretty sure everybody gets the earthquakes are still going.
8: Yeah, but the logic goes the other way, though. The devil wouldn't work through man. The demons work through men. Yeah. So if you want to go the God route, and you also got the devil route, and then it comes back to the same.
1: Still, although I agree with both of you, I do. I'm going to say this. Think about this. Which one is highlighted more? The devil ones are always highlighted more. The demon ones are all. Think about it. I, I grew up in a town where, the def- well, when we moved there, I found out about this right down the road from my house. Fucking kid slaughtered his family. They called it the devil in Brookfield. Go look it up. It's a book. I swear to God. Okay. That, no shit, they did an exorcism at the fucking church I used to go to, yep. and I was like Brookfield, Connecticut, not Brookfield, Wisconsin, or Brookfield, Michigan.
7: No, it's just Brookfield,
1: Brookfield, Connecticut. It's devil in
7: the only two Brookfields.
1: It's the devil in Brookfield, and I'm gonna tell you right now that was some freaky shit when I found out about it because the house is right down from where my parents live. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Anyway. The point is this, it, it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't. When you, you boil all this down, God's already chosen. We play a role in a bigger picture. Wherever that picture is, wherever you're at in that picture, good luck.
8: So what's next, Mick?
9: Well, if they are using us, then that would make more sense too as to the why the bioweapon shot potentially allows Uh, people's vessels to be more easily taken over by demonic entities. So then you have the god fighting but you also have a lot more vessels that have now demonic entities in them. So your spiritual war continues.
1: Anyway, yes, you're right. To an extent on both sides. Think about it. Both sides use us. Mm -hmm. There's not...
7: We're all pawns in their
1: there. Big old it's either game. these guys use us up here or these guys use us
8: down here. It's one or the other. I, I don't were, like it either way. We're all, it's supposed to be my life to make my proper decisions to pass whatever test to prove okay. that I am worthy or, or whatever your well, beliefs may be. I don't like the fact that they use us either damn direction. But you
7: choose to allow them in. Exactly. You forget about free will. Free will is required. Free will is required. Okay. It's a rule that s- supounds all of us. It Demon goes or above or below. Doesn't matter. doesn't matter. They You have to agree. agree. You have to accept. You don't accept and so that's it. They kill you generally, but.
1: You either die or there's, uh, you'll never remember it.
8: There's always the final answer in every or, area or, or,
1: or no, 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 or better yet. You get labeled as a conspiracy theorist. And the next thing you know, you're on a podcast somewhere doing fucking shows for maybe 45, 4,800 people. All right. That's me. <laughs> Sorry. It's Without way more me. people than that. 44,800 people. Okay.
8: So about. our psychedelic drugs and butterflies next. Uh, just I,
7: asking. No, no, no which
8: which,
1: which which ones which, which side do you want I, I, I always have to preface this Because you just asked me Liana, you were doing the interviewer So do that Which side do you want though Do you want the God side Or do you want the humanity side
8: Give them both
1: well, which one do you want first?
8: I, I can appreciate both. Well,
1: the, no, the happier ending comes you last. You have to make tonight. a choice.
8: You have <laughs> the good make a choice here. have to here. The good news last.
1: You have to make a choice here. You tell me which one.
8: Oh, let's do the God side, and then we'll do the humanity side.
1: All right. So the God side. This is the God side. This is my take. All right? Since I haven't heard from our friend in two um, weeks, quite a while. It's actually been the longest time that we've gone quiet, that I haven't heard anything. It makes me wonder where we're at. makes me wonder what side of that, I call it an echo, because what I hear is an echo. I don't hear their actual conversations because I could never hear their actual conversations. From what I understand, I it would kill me. So from what I hear or what I heard before, there was a lot of imminent planning, like stuff was moving fast. And then all of a sudden I didn't hear anything as if it was turned off for a reason. Makes me wonder on that side, because that worries me more. When I don't hear talking, that means they're done. Normally what I've found in the past, they're done with us. They don't want to deal with us. They don't even want to deal with the ones they've chosen to deal with. So that scares me. That is very worrisome. On the other hand, is there a possibility they pushed a timeline in the past? I have found when I haven't heard from them in a while, there's always been some shift in a timeline. Something happened, something changed, something normally it sped it up, which never made any sense to me. So I guess maybe that's not really the answer either. So I guess on the God side, the way I look at it is this we're in the dark for a reason right now. Is this the 10 days of darkness that maybe Q was talking about? Possibly. Is that what I consider it? No. But what I look at it is this. I wonder why. And then all I got to do is watch the news for a day. Watch the news for a day. I find out that there's more. There's a transgender pride month now. Um, There is all sorts of just the absolute wackiest shit that you can think. The seven deadly sins
7: are literally playing out in the news on a daily basis and being celebrated. Yes. Sloth, envy, fucking greed. You name it. All you got to do is go
1: watch your nightly news. You can see it. You know, our neighbor who was supposed to leave on, he was supposed to be gone already. He no, didn't. I, supposed to leave tomorrow. Um, I, I went over today because I was mowing my lawn and I got I already got the kids in it. You know, my little one, he did our part and then he went across the street and he did his part. And then my older one went, did the weeding on our part and then went over there, did the weeding on his part. I went over there with the tractor and mowed the rest of it, did the rest of it. And about, I got about three strips in and he came running out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! you don't have to do it. I was like, oh, I, I thought you were gone already. I was like, I'm doing my lawn. Just like I told you, he's like, hey. I didn't, he's like, I, I didn't think you were serious.
8: Of course, we're
2: serious.
1: Well, why, why, why wouldn't I be serious? Because like so
8: few people are actually people of their word anymore.
1: I, I told you that you didn't have anything to worry about. I'll take care of your yard. It's done. Don't worry right. about it. Your wife has nothing to worry about. Well, you're gone. The grass will get cut when it needs to get cut and nothing. Right. I, I don't expect anything. I don't want anything. Somebody did it for me. It's my turn to repay that. Yep. And I will do it for you. That's just what we do. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, he's like, all right. So he went back inside, did his thing, and I cut his whole lawn. Not a big deal. He filled up my tractor. I said, hey, thank you. Went back, took it back to the house. But that's when was the last time that happened around you? When was the last time you saw that? When was the last time that you did that for someone?
8: When I was wearing my Daisy Duke shorts in Florida, this is Cheryl Robbins residence and everybody was calling her going, who is this bitch practically topless in these shorty shorts doing your lawn? And oh, that's our new neighbor. Or, or maybe not, maybe not a lawn.
1: Maybe you were doing something else. Maybe you were just helping. So-
8: you like, said lawn. That's, that's my, I, I know,
1: I know, but that's like a basic thing. But like, I mean, maybe you shoveled their driveway or maybe you helped out like a, a I don't know, senior citizen or did You're something
8: humans. It's something yes. you see all the time, but people just don't anymore. They're too wrapped up in their own little bubbles. They don't give a shit about anybody. Uh, that, uh, that's and, the biggest problem. And until and, you do come together and you have communities where you talk and you know your neighbors, then you get to know their plights and you, you, the natural humanity. And you goes, Oh, well I could help with that. Or, but it takes having those conversations and being part of a community of a unit.
1: But you asked me a question. You said, where do you see it on the God side? That's where
8: I
7: see
1: it on the God side.
8: Let me uh, think
1: about what you just said. Think about what you just said, Leanna. No, no, no. I'm dead serious. What you just said is really important. No, no, no. Think about it from the God perspective. Think about it from above looking down. When you got people doing this number, walking down the street, getting hit by cars, because... Not only is the guy walking down the street looking at this, but the guy in the car is
7: doing this too. Or or the uh, people that fall and, off cliffs, walking backwards, taking a selfie. You, you know, I, where do we
1: get? No, no, no. You giggle at that. Think about the vainness it took to do that.
7: Yeah. How have,
1: vain did you have to be? A to
7: yeah.
1: How vain were you? That <laughs> is a moral. That's one of those sins. Like, look, God said, oh, you're that bad. He just pushed you. Well,
9: it's because, because people are too worried about what other people think of them. It's why it's why when you go on Facebook, it's 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 almost funny, but it's not because of people taking pictures of, of the food they made so other people can see how great of they are making food. Or if like someone does something romantic in someone's relationship, they like film it like the bed with petals and things. It's like so you, everyone else can know that they're Person okay. So is, when
1: is, you asked me, when you asked me, Leanna, it's, when you just brought that up there, self-indulgent. Lyndon, when the two of you said those two things, what's the worst out of the seven deadly sins? When you ask me to envy every time, every human has envy, no matter what, we can't lose it. It's really crazy that this is even coming up right now because I can't fucking believe this. But yes, you're right. He intervenes still. Just yesterday, we were discussing something along these same lines here.
7: No, it was this morning after. We no, no. Just we yesterday, me sex and sex. my oldest
1: son. Oh, okay. We're discussing something along the same lines. Came home from work. My son was in the living room, which is rare. What the fuck are you doing here type thing? And he looks at me, and goes, <laughs> oh, i watching TV. Okay, what are you watching? Oh, I'm watching Black Adam. I said, son, what? we couldn't fight the white one? What? Are you racist now? What the fuck's going on here? He goes, no, it's the name of the movie. Black Adam. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck's Black Adam? He's like the one with the rock. I was like, the one with the... I was like, I don't know. Let me see it. So, sitting there watching it, I was like, oh, shit. We get into this long, drawn-out thing, and he shows me, like, basically how this was Marvel's attempt at making Superman. Except, instead of him coming from a foreign planet he's right here and he's got all the power of all the greek and roman gods blah 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 all combined in one one being. so we started watching it he goes into this whole thing about it and he explains a lot of the mythology behind it i was like holy shit okay you seem to know a lot about it he goes actually this is all part of another movie i was like what movie is that he goes shazam well, we watched Shazam. I was like, I watched Shazam way back in the day. It was uh what's his name? Um the black actor, the uh basketball player, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, wasn't it Shaq?
8: Oh, Neil, yeah. Shaq.
1: Yeah, I thought it was Shaq. Yeah, and Shazam. He was Shazam. And uh, he goes, No, 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 Dad, Dad, no, Shazam's a white guy now. I was like, what? When when did that happen? I was like, even in the comic books, I believe Shazam was black. Anyway, so I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, what are you talking about? So he connects these two movies. And in the story, the story evolves around the seven deadly sins of mankind. That a supernatural being, the Shazam character, comes back, captures all of them, and, and enslaves them basically in stone and into this little tiny rock. And this guy has got the power of the gods and he used to have a whole group that used to follow him. But as each one of these morals, moral sins came up, they took out one more and there was only one left and he was the keeper of the stone and the keeper of the moral sins. Long story short, the movie turns out like this kid. I don't know when it goes to the actual movie Shazam. Um, it's about this kid who gets this power from this God who grants it to him through a, a rod. And in this rod, he's given all of the power of the gods because there has to be one to fight against the seven. So he turns around and turns his whole foster. He was a foster kid, turns his whole foster family into superheroes and they deal with the other six. Well, he deals with the one, the most grievous sin of all, which is envy. And during this movie, they're flying above buildings, like way up in the air. And he sits there, he convinces this moral moral sin, this envy. He convinces him goes, yeah, everybody else can show their face. Look, all your brothers are around here. You're not out here. What a bitch. He basically pussies this bitch out of them. And he does it without thinking about it because envy is obvious, obviously envious of everything. And he jumps right out of the human. And the human falls. When the human falls, human dies. They don't have a body to possess anymore. They lose all their strength in this world. They go back, they get the eye out of the human, and now they have them all contained back in that stone and everything goes back to normal. The reason I bring this up is because, A... It was contained in the stone and released amongst people.
8: Like
7: like the fallen archangels that were buried under the earth in caves and are going to be released at the end of days?
1: Maybe some of that. But what if, when when you look at that, right? What if that is just a different, a telling of a story, just a different story than we've heard before?
6: Mm -hmm.
1: What if that is as I put it this morning, what I tell you this morning about it, it was Hmm. the opposite of what we thought it was.
7: Yeah. A mirror image.
1: Yes, it Hmm. exactly. It was a mirror image of what we thought it was. Mm -hmm. It was the other way around. Yep. And instead of Shazam being granted these powers of the gods, it's us being granted that power to stand up and say no.
8: Well,
7: that would be the rebuilding of the Tower of Babel. But that would mean the
1: tower had already collapsed, which I'm pretty sure hasn't happened yet. I don't know, but I'm guessing it hasn't happened.
7: Uh, I'm interested in this this pill chat going on. So Alman said... I've gone down some serious rabbit holes, mud-fledged giants. There's a lot we don't know. We've done multiple true spiracy shows on that. Go back and look, Omen. Uh, we've dug down those rabbit holes pretty significantly. But then Jason said, the U.N. is already talking about a him and he that comes into his power. Owen said, Klaus Schwab said, he needs trillions. Jason said, exactly. So he is walking the earth.
1: Is that the Antichrist? Mm. Is your son really the Antichrist? He's walking the earth. I mean, your son is still walking the earth right now. He, he is, but I don't think he. I don't think
8: he's lined line up for trillions of dollars. <laughs> sorry, Nick. So, um, Damn it! Can sorry, I get some trillions? I just want a trillion.
1: One trillion. I'll be fine. <laughs> I have so many people I gotta help. One
7: trillion. That's all I need. But you know, the the movie The Pope's Exorcist brought a really interesting concept oh well that's where i mind. was going with that because that's
1: what it brings it back to because if you watch the pope's exorcist which yeah. i didn't get back to there, mm-hmm. the pope's he exorcist has, he didn't
7: see the whole movie he saw like the first 20 minutes but i told him about it
1: the pope's exorcist starts out with a priest who goes after a demon and basically he doesn't do anything spiritual, it doesn't do a lot of blessings or prayers or anything mystical. He basically uses the demon's ego against him. He says, I bet you're such a pussy ass demon, you can't even get inside this pig. I bet you're such a pussy, you can't even you can't even do anything to this pig to slaughter them. And pig. the demon jumps right into the pig. And the second the demon gets in the pig, they shoot the pig, pig's dead, and the kid's free of the possession and similar
8: storyline in one of my vampire books. That is
1: interesting. He does not use exorcism the same way. Other priests have quote unquote, I've exercised the demons. (laughs) No, he didn't do that. He tricked a demon and told it to get into a feral livestock animal,
7: which they promptly shot and probably ate the next day. However, then they, and it was a, it wasn't a feral pig. It was a, they raised that pig, but, um, I'm just saying it, it was so, and that, so that's, smart. That's the, that's the very beginning, like the opening scene of the movie. Right. But then going forward when this demon, demon, a different demon, this powerful demon possesses this child. And what the first thing he says is bring me the priest. And they bring him the local priest. Who he immediately throws out, and he says, "Not that fucking priest."
8: Yeah, the one.
7: Right, bring me the priest. Well, oh,
8: have I seen this then.
7: I don't know, maybe this is
8: ringing bells.
7: It, I mean, it's it's pretty new. It's pretty new. It's
1: and Russell it Crowe just came, just came out, out on Netflix.
8: Yeah, yeah, I've seen this. I know. But it's a, it's a
7: good flick. It really yeah. is. Uh, yeah, it was excellent. But it was. He asked. He was looking for a very specific person, a very specific priest. And it wasn't just because he wanted to use this, this exorcist to get access into the Catholic church, because honestly he could have used any priest for that, right? He could have possessed the first priest and through his own influence. I mean, initially in the 1400s, he possessed a a minor friar and raised him to power in the church and started the spanish inquisition that that was like a nobody priest why now did he go after this priest
1: the incorruptible
7: no 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 not just that yeah texas it is based on a true story um why were you chosen why is anybody chosen? It can't just be anybody, it's something in the blood. So that's what I was told. Something in the blood.
1: Well, well, to them, that means anything. I mean, that means you're the there's air a, you breathe. No, a no, 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 no.
7: In the blood. There's a marker in the blood. He chose that friar initially because he was a fallen archangel, fallen or not, still an archangel. His pool of potential vessels is not unlimited because there's a marker in the blood he chose that that priest specifically hmm. so makes me wonder
1: gotta. Got it. Because I'm sorry, that like movie, just the whole. I, I know the. the I way. know the
7: real story
1: too, though. It's not something that's unheard of, even in the Catholic Church. A lot of people talk about this guy. It's not unheard of. It is a true. From what I've heard from everybody that's told me about it, that is the real deal. Um, and he was. They were. They were out to get him too. Like the left side of the church was out to get him. One of the first scenes you see him in is. Basically, he's in a fight with uh, the, 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 the bishops council. and cardinal council within the Catholic Church. And uh, it's the initial scene. He's kind of like, no, fuck you. No, I'm going to speak what language I feel freely speaking it. And he spoke Latin. Um, it was uh, actually, it's uh, very accurate in the translation, which I thought was hysterical, but um, crazy at least. It was epic.
7: Um, amazing. And why did they release that movie now? I
8: don't know. That's a great question.
7: Why now? Why in 2023? <laughs>
8: Back to the Catholic Church? Like the Catholic Church will be the ones to save you? Mm. The,
7: the truth is coming why, out. Yeah, the truth is coming out. Why in 2023 would they put out a movie, a pretty big movie, with Russell Crowe Crow, um, that
8: is...
7: Based on a true story. I mean, this happened in the 80s.
8: Yeah, supposedly he he had exorcised the one major demon Mm -hmm. and the other demon wanted the same priest because he had already seen that degree of evil, but he didn't think he could be defeated. Kind of like the once you're known for winning the fight, then everybody wants to fight you to see if they could have been the one to take you down. You know, how bad are they type thing. I I think it was an ego thing from the get-go with that. Uh, other demon. Anyway.
7: Uh, Ullman said, I, I so he wants to get my take on the great deception. The great deception. I mean, the greatest one? trick the devil ever pulled was making man, man believe that he exists. didn't exist. Is that the great, I mean, there's uh, our entire lives. Have been a deception. Are the great deception. Everything we've been taught. Owen said, I got into King, Kim Clement and the Bible and other things. What is the great deception? The great deception is that everything we have been taught for our entire lives is a lie.
1: Think think about let, Let's just go back to brass tacks. Let's go back to the Bible. The Bible was edited, we know that. The council in Nicaea, it was a it's a confirmed council. We all know it happened. They edited parts of the Bible out that made Jesus look like he was a man. Mm-hmm. If you thought that Jesus was a man, would you believe differently in him? Would you believe differently now if you knew that? I mean, think about how differential these terms are. Think about how differential the belief system is with that. Does it change the way you believe? A lot of people say no. I, I agree. It doesn't change anything for me either. However, there's a whole other pe- group of people that believe. Yeah. Because if he was just a man, then the Jews were right.
9: But maybe he, it doesn't he, change for you because it's not a like we've been talking about. It's not a belief. It's a knowing. So exactly. you know, you know, you don't need to believe you don't need to study it. That's a whole, you can, you can, but but either way, time. you know. So it can look like well, whatever. Lins, Lins, I can... was not going to cross that
1: threshold, but you went there. So yeah, you're right. You either do know or you don't. By now, you know. You either know and you know what's real and you know what's bullshit or you don't. And if you don't, God help you. Because that's, that's what the end of it is.
9: That, I think that com- that statement is a really important. And it's what a lot of people don't want to say. Cause obviously, um, hearing it, if you don't know, then uh, it's a, get angry or scary, yeah. but the truth needs to be told to people or, you know, statements like that need to be said because by tiptoeing around people's feelings and all of this for so long, it hasn't worked and it's gotten us here. So. And, let,
1: and let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this. My youngest came home and uh, I asked him, I said one day, I said, hey, can you tell if kids are jabbed in your class? He said, oh, yeah. He said, they're in the other corner. I said, what do you mean the other corner? He said, they smell differently. They do. I said, really? He said, yeah, dad, they they stink, dude. We can smell it all the way over. You know what you hear? I heard that it's one. Like, He said, what you hear, I smell. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, it's bad. He's like, dad, I, dad, like I was around one for one day and I was like, dude, I, I I think you're cool. And I think me and you could hang out. We could probably play video games online. I'm down with that, but we can't hang out in class. And he's like, why? He's like, you're turning my stomach. He's like, I got to get away from you. Literally. That's what my child told me. Wow. So you can say what you want about this, whether you believe in God or not. Let me tell you something. If you don't believe in God, I think a lot of people are about to see a real, you're going to have a coming to Jesus. You're going to. And when you do, you have to ask forgiveness first. That is the most important part. If you don't do that, don't don't worry about anything else
7: because it's all the rest of it's over. Just let it go. It's all over. So tomorrow's September 11th. In history, September 11th has had of course disastrous days, a lot of disastrous days. Yes. And then September 23rd coming up is the the movie day that's being talked about. You know, where the movies keep flashing September 23rd and it's like the end of the world in like all these different movies and shows and shit and then October 4th they're ac- activating the emergency broadcast system which is uh, just straight out of a cue post and then maybe we get the 10 days of darkness I don't know what do you think a lot of stuff coming up in the next two weeks here Yep, two to three weeks here
8: Right. Everything's right. boiling to a head fast. I mean, you you can see it. You can see it moving in real time.
1: You know, if I was a Christian, which I am, I would uh, start praying. I think that's where we need to start. I got to be honest with you. I don't see any other way out of this without that guy's help.
7: You know, it's crazy. I was walking the dogs this morning. That wasn't crazy because I walk the dogs every day. But I was about to say. But... <laughs> <laughs> as I was walking the dogs this morning and I'm, you know, there's there's all these dogs in the neighborhood. Normally uh, we meet various dogs on our walk that are also being walked or we go visit friends, um, you know, dogs around the neighborhood that are behind their fences or whatever. Sometimes they come out and play with us. But today on our walk, I didn't see any dogs, which is very odd, right? I let, I let Seamus and Annie go run down the side yard. They were playing racetrack um running down our yard across the street down their yard across the street i mean they were they were hauling ass and then we just did a short walk to the end of the road and back but even normally then we see you know two or three dogs we didn't see any and i thought i got this i had this thought that uh when everyone dies all at once we we need to go from house to house and what do we do with all the pets? What do we do with the dogs? We can't take them all in. fuck so we feed them all? We let them roam, packs of wild dogs roaming the streets. Can't leave them in their houses to starve, die. What do we do with all the dogs? What do we do with the animals?
1: You know, you bring that up as if you don't know.
8: I don't know. I don't want the wild dogs eating my wild deer that I may have to eat for my family to survive. So, uh,
1: <laughs> but you all bring it up as if you don't know, God's already got a plan for that. I don't know why you're worried about it.
8: Well, all dogs go
9: to heaven. So, Well, yeah. the dogs
7: are, dogs are passages for souls. Like dogs are in between lives as it were, which I think is why dog blood can be substituted for human blood because like dogs were, People in one life, and will be people again in another life. Just dogs are in between times for souls, but that's just what I believe. So,
8: okay,
1: crazy thought.
7: Mm-hmm. Anyway, Slavsky said, which is the day, uh, the day of be- the day before the Day of Atonement that starts on the twenty fourth. The twenty third, obviously, being the day before the Day of Atonement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No one cares the Eagles. I have it. A- yeah. <laughs> it's
5: sixty nothing.
7: Fuck yeah. Which means now you can't watch the game at all because yeah, um, I got to go outside. If, I got to stand on the porch because if I watch the game, I'm. They're fucked. gonna lose. But I've Absolutely. had my jersey behind me the whole time. Doesn't so. matter. Doesn't matter. They're, they're still gonna lose. It. Are
8: you so, wearing it like a super cape tucked into your buttocks? Yes.
7: You got to spark <laughs> up the grill anyway because you're grilling halibut tonight. Oh
8: Jesus! So, right.
7: so yeah, Just for the
8: halibut. Yes.
7: Yeah.
1: And then I'll watch the replay. God bless. Fucking
7: eagles are winning. I love it. <laughs> Look. Ryan, the, the end of the world is on the twenty third. I'll see you on the twenty fourth <laughs> in the new world. You know what? I, probably. Alabama
1: lost yesterday. That was huge. Oh that was big.
8: Do either of you care? No. No. I, I give no shits about. <laughs> that. Alabama
1: lost yesterday. That <laughs> oh, was a big one.
7: You're you're uh,
1: you're out. Texas, Texas, Texas playing a little boys' game. My, my best, One of my good friends who. Elected to Agriculture end everything and military. No no not a and i A&M I'm mm. talking Texas The University of Texas Beat the University of Alabama last night
7: Okay
1: And Travis's Team Was the University of Texas
7: So Alabama got a UTI Yes
1: <laughs> Direct port injected
8: <laughs> My dad used to work For the University oh. of Texas
1: I, I'm just cheering them. Good job, Texas. Great job. Hats off to you. Good win. Good win. Love watching Alabama lose. Cry like a bunch of bitches. Anyway. All
8: right. So uh, are we broadcasting all the way up to the end of the world? I mean, are, are we still going to have that capability? Oh, yeah. yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, all right.
1: Fuck, yeah. No, I'm, I'm going right up to the end. I'm going to do, uh, what is it, 2012-
7: the oh, guy that yeah, I look dude, like. Totally, yeah, I'm gonna be standing on sense. the hill
1: with my computer, yeah, with the computer, yeah. the fucking beautiful piece of machinery, and like three screens around me with a fucking cameras and mics all perched on my shoulders, and I'm gonna be standing out there. Oh, it's coming, and it sucks <laughs> <laughs> right to the end. Um... I'm gonna sink this boat right into the fucking water. Y'all just along for the ride. Enjoy I,
7: it. I uh, it's funny. I, I I watched a video the other day of a guy that said uh he got a dream, like he had a prophetic dream, and he was asked in the dream if he wanted to live stream the end of the world. And he was like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. Like, okay, it's on September 23rd, get ready. <laughs> oh, well, sure. I feel
9: like we've already, y'all, well, y'all have already been doing that. This is what We've been doing true yes. end of the
7: world. I yeah. mean, kind of. Yeah. We've
9: been watching the downfall of mankind, the world, like
7: the downfall of Rome, but with Wi Fi, <laughs> right? Nah,
1: no, 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 no. It's no. the downfall of Rome with Wi Fi. Yeah, Wi Fi,
8: Wi Fi. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let me let me make sure we got our movie playlist right. We, we got to go watch Lucy, uh, the Pope's Exorcist, Upgrade, and then both versions of Red
1: Red, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Red, Dawn. Yes. Red Dawn. Also, watch if you really want to get crazy, Bloodshot. That's another great one.
8: Bloodshot. And then we got to do our zombie deer um
9: video zombie footage. Deep
1: dive. I, yeah, I, yeah, you got to find that shit because that shit is crazy.
9: That zombie deer it.
1: shit is disgusting.
9: I rewatched The Arrival last night as well, which is kind of an interesting movie, too, as far as like how uh, we communicate through language and just a um, arrival. The arrival is kind of bad, but as far as like communication via language and how
7: language controls I mean, how you think. Sucked, but I want to say that had an important date in it too.
1: Yeah. It had a September, September date on 23rd, it too. Yeah. I think it did too. So. Didn't it? It had a September 23rd date in it too, didn't it? Cause it's there's true. another one like that with John Cusack where he's the doctor.
7: The knowing. Yeah. The knowing, and that happens on, the, they September, show on September 23rd. Yeah. 23rd. Yeah yep
1: that was another one
8: see i gave up hollywood when all this shit was going on i was like no fuck these demonic assholes eating hey t- you
1: gotta t- watch it t- because a- t- and t- i
8: quit watching a bunch of this shit so. it's the only That's way you're gonna
1: figure you. this shit out
8: yeah it's how they tell you what's gonna happen
1: you can put the pieces together and say oh shit look at i
7: this. mean if we were in a different timeline then you know our children could start mutating and get superpowers but apparently we're not there so that sucks
1: We're not in the Marvel timeline yet. Not yet.
7: Although. uh, It's coming when I heard. Maybe, maybe that's what, maybe that's what's going to happen with the autistic children.
8: Well, they did try to call them crystal children at one point and say that they would have these special abilities, but uh, yeah, it's not manifesting in my household.
1: Mm. Well, not that you can, not that you can
7: see. Oh, okay. I mean, Richard has a special ability to roll off the couch and make such a loud thud that you can hear it in the
8: basement. (laughs) Right oh, above my head, I my I'm like, what the? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Okay. And we can hear
1: it through your mics. You could.
8: Oh yeah. Oh
1: I
6: was
1: yeah. Like,
8: you guys hear that? Nobody would tell me in the chat <laughs> where they heard that. I'm like, okay.
1: oh, I know. They couldn't. They didn't. But I, <laughs> I did. I, I said I would be the one to step on that grenade for everybody else. So. Wow.
7: Okay. Let's throw it one more time before we get out of here.
1: Okay, well, I gotta prep
7: it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, you know, telling you in advance.
1: All right. Well, I don't think that one's all the way burnt through. So. Oh, that's true because I had a. Frickin- you, you didn't finish it. Come so, on, splash Because you were jumping through your asshole to mm-hmm. get out of this room as fast as you could. Because <laughs> you were going through your lady things. Yes. The shit. That no story. man will ever be able to go through. Doesn't matter how much you want it or not. Trust me, you don't want it.
9: But they don't want that part. They just want the other parts. And yet, they honestly, pretend.
1: honestly, I think they do. Think about it. They want to stick yeah. fucking plate
7: well, pa- tampons up their assholes. That's because Come on. everybody wants to be a victim these well, days. Instead they like being, sticking stuff
9: up their butts. But as far as I mean, like
7: that, but feeling no. Cramps,
9: feeling cramps and those kinds of things, but I don't think men would no yeah. no
1: we would not be able to survive that oh, yeah.
7: i do i have to say because i always suffered the worst cramps the worst like to the point where i would be like curled up on the floorboard of my car on the side of the road not being able to go anywhere because my cramps were so excruciating that like i just wanted to die yeah. right and i mean i'd sit on the side of the road for like 20 minutes I I, I I would literally have to pull over and crawl up in a fetal position because my cramps were so bad i mean i would spend like it was just horrible but since we've gone all pure all pure food
1: all natural
7: my cramps have subsided significantly and then i switched to organic regular non-bleached cotton tampons and my cramps went away entirely
8: no, nah, my cramps were before I ever started using tampons. was still doing the pad thing. They were just always horrible. But you know what would fix that? Shot of vodka. They used to give it to women when they oh, went yeah. through premature labor and stuff to stop mm-hmm. the cramping and this, that, and the other. How so much was-
1: vodka did my mom used to drink, babe? Tell me, tell I mean, everybody how much vodka so, my mom still drinks.
8: So
7: Mick's mother, it was standard. Um, whenever he had to give her his report card, he made sure not to do it until after dinner. Like even if all three of his brothers had already given up their report card, he's like, Oh no, it's, I got to find it. It's in the bottom of my bag. Or like (sighs) I left it in Veland's car or whatever it was had to be after eight o'clock so that she had at least one bottle of vodka. In her I was before
1: like, she saw "You, it. you have to like lose it. Just hold this. I gave it just, to her. I'm like, like just it. So stick like, it above your your visor. Bring, I'm gonna call it, you. Bring it
7: over at like 9:30 tonight. Yes. Like, like when I
1: call you, you come over like within 20 minutes and drop it off,
7: so that you know, mom is well lubricated.
1: Yes. He was hoping for the month.
8: blurred vision where an F would look like an A. <laughs>
1: I uh, I'm not gonna say I wasn't. Let's put it that way. Let's say that it's a good Mick plan. Was, Mick was doing what Mick did when he was a kid. He knew how to skate the system, and I skated that system as best Basically, I could.
7: Basically, he knew he was gonna get in like a rash of shit right off the bat. But if she was already drunk enough, then she'd completely forget about it the next day. If he gave it to her sober, he'd be hearing about that shit for, for a fucking next month. month.
1: Yeah. So I was like I'm good if I can just get through tonight and then tomorrow it'll be all gone. Exactly. It'll be all good. Yeah. Golden crisp. Lots of
7: vodka. Back to the normal. Lots of vodka. Seriously.
1: She'd sign it and all would be good and yep. forgiven and blessed and
7: whatever. My mother never signed my report my cards. My mother never even looked at my report cards. When when I went to my middle- mother was an educator
1: for 36 years. Okay. When- she didn't give a flying when about what anything else was going on in the world except for your report card when the day it came out how she knew so well i just never i swear to god literally
7: worked in the fucking school system there's a system that they call it out yeah so my mother when i started middle school and like they send home the signature sheet right where your parents have to sign the form so that they can match the signature on file to, you know, this is way back in the day. Um, so that, you know, whenever they sent home a letter or, or, you know, a permission slip or whatever, you know, your parents would have to sign it and they would be able to match it up to make sure that that it was the correct signature. So we got that signature sheet the first day of school. My mom looks at me and she goes, you sign my name to it so that I don't have to be bothered to sign my name to all the fucking shit you bring home all the time. Wow literally when i was in sixth grade my mom had me sign her name to my school shit so that she wouldn't ever have to
8: lucky
1: that's, <laughs> like, I said that's like a mom. free rule to do anything <laughs> pretty much fuck that uh my daughter doesn't need to be at school today
8: You know how many years of carbon paper and going over to get the perfect copy of your parents signature, you missed out on all of that. And that's another thing. Most of our report cards, we got sent home the copies. Yeah. So if you had a shitty teacher that the, you know, their, their hand printing wasn't all that great. You could literally take that carbon paper and stick it on top and, and you could change your grade and your parents wouldn't fucking know either. So uh, not that I'm encouraging any kids to uh, go out there. I, I don't know how the report cards come out these days. <laughs> They're probably electronically. Computer printed. electronically
1: they come out in the email
8: all right you so get well, an email with your kids, kids scan the document upload the document and then be yeah, able to-
1: <laughs> yeah no that's just not happening <laughs> no. all right all right let's smoke let's smoke please. let's do that so if you got it get it out smoke it up Except for you, Lindsay, because you're not allowed to, because you're in your shitter. You could just no, turn
8: your
1: in your shitter.
8: As soon as you made it big, we could see that she definitely has a hallway right next to her going to a door. She is not in the shitter. Yeah, see? See? Mm. I don't even
9: know why I just tried to prove that point. I, I,
8: I got or... you back, girl. I got you.
9: <laughs> I don't even know why I gave them the... The satisfaction. The satisfaction that yes, I haven't been on the toilet last four hours.
8: (laughs) If you were, you wouldn't be able to walk after.
1: Don't worry, everybody else is laughing about it. You're okay.
5: So, so, so Liam totally,
7: about halfway through the show, turned the tables around on me and started interviewing me. He was so good. Oh yeah, he so did, oh,
1: dude. Oh my that's my hit. <laughs>
7: He's so hysterical. He did ball. so awesome, babe. you really have to. I know you've never watched Freedom Gardens, but you really got to go back and watch that one because there's some good. You mean there. I've
1: never watched You
7: no idea what I watch Okay, whatever. You told me you don't watch Freedom. Guards. I
1: tell you a lot of shit. It doesn't mean I keep yeah, you on. you might
9: give you a run for your money, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> i
1: had the whole the whole thing structured out his questions i know he did i he was asking me questions the night before he's like dad how should i do this? i was like dude go in there and flip the fucking table
5: yeah
1: uh, and he goes what do you mean i was just like dude jesus did it He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, go check it out. And sure enough, he went and looked it up. Oh,
7: oh no.
1: Jesus he flipped the tables. He's like, you're right, Dad. I'm going to flip the tables. He, I was like, what are you going to do? He, he goes, I'm going to interview Bob. Watch.
7: serious on that one. He told the story.
9: He his
8: paper, the
7: um, I didn't see that. Well, he
8: told us flat out how much he resented us not that long ago. You know, and uh, that he did not get this whole podcast thing. But now <laughs> Hold on. he's we starting can't, to- yeah. on, starting to on. Stand by. Really no, quick. We can't hear you guys I can't hear
1: you really well through the music. If I can't hear you, nobody else can. Yeah. I can't adjust it either it's on the sound. They can but hear whatever. us because I have them I have us plugged into
7: a separate channel. One thing he, he asked the uh, he asked if you were considering doing any new shows and he again picked his idea of doing a oh, a world segment. Um, you know, international news segment or show or whatever. But I told him I was like, funny, you should ask that. Because I was actually thinking, and I kind of want to get y'all's idea on this, um, about, and I might I might do it pre-recorded and put it out. I might do it live, we'll see. But I was thinking about uh, a couple days a week, um,
5: just doing a quick show every morning where
7: we read the Bible, start at the beginning and work our way forward.
1: Like an hour long, like a, a hey, is your Bible verse for the day. Typing? Yeah,
7: not even an hour, like 20, 30 minutes. Huh. Anyway, what do y'all think about that in the chat? Would you like like a uh, 20 minutes Bible starting, starting from the beginning? Just reading the book. Let me know. Anyway, because I'm going to start reading it. But, um, you know, if y'all don't want to hear it, then You're I'll start. Again, yeah, for like the fifth time, but I haven't read this particular one before. So, um, so anyway. So
8: in other words, uh, V would really like for you guys to say yes and commit so that she'll be committed to reading at least that much of the Bible every day that she's wanting to go ahead and read because she hasn't read this particular one and it could have different stuff because we know how they've been changing the language with the publications of the Bible, et cetera. And, and you might see something that's different in your Bible compared to the Bible she's reading and it'll help point out those factors and, and it'll encourage her and motivate her to keep going because you're doing it together.
4: Wow. Wow.
1: Why is our internet all that fucked up? Holy shit. I don't know. Damn, that I, went retarded while you were saying that. Name. Yeah, it did.
7: It kind of did. It was okay. weird. It's
1: like you went all robotic. Weirdness. Okay. Domo nomigato, Mr. Roboto.
8: Mr. Robotic. I don't know. Is it normal now?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's coming back.
8: Okay. So your, your son did let us know how much he resented all of us not that long ago and, yeah. and uh, you guys doing the podcast, but that uh, the more he sees and gets into it and he's understanding it and it's really neat. And he's very proud of his parents now for for doing this.
1: Mm.
8: Mm. This from FYI the mouths,
1: From the, the mouths of, of babes. babes.
8: Yep. <laughs> exactly.
7: All right. He's a good kid.
8: He is. Yes, he he's awesome. He really is. You're doing a great job with that one. Of course, he hasn't hit puberty yet, so yeah. that
7: well, will, we that's, haven't that's we haven't crossed that boundary. <laughs> so
1: when that one happens, once uh, his we'll balls what, drop, we'll see what happens.
7: Personality could change. We'll no see what idea. happens. Let's let's just give that its time.
8: We'll we'll keep our fingers crossed.
7: Yeah, we're praying. Okay. All well, right. Thank
8: y'all for inviting me on.
7: Yeah. No, you're always welcome. We here. always love your perspective, Lindsay. Yes. You're part of the wolf pack. Exactly.
8: Absolutely. So, and right. you bring up interesting things that we're not thinking of at the same time, which makes us think a little bit deeper on different subjects. I love it. Hmm. Thanks,
1: thanks, Leon. Who knows what the end of the world's going to be like? Yeah, it might be like today, <laughs> or
7: tomorrow, or September twenty third,
1: <laughs> or September twenty third.
7: Which
9: this is what this coming is- out now.
1: 20, it, three years, 20, 21 years since 9-11 this anniversary is what 21 years right 22 because it was 2001 yeah, okay, yeah that's right yeah so it's 22 years holy yeah. shit oh. yeah it's a long time
8: where were you on 9-11 Liana? i was on um Lisenby drive in florida and I was chasing after Richard when I heard the emergency news thing start up.
1: What about you, Linz? Uh
8: I was in
9: high school and sitting in the commons, just waiting for class to start.
7: What about you, babe? I was in Colorado. And uh, I was getting ready for my for work. And my boyfriend came in and he was like, He was like, some drunk fuck just flew a plane into the fucking World Trade Center. And I I went running out to watch the TV. And then we saw the second plane hit. And we're like, that's not some drunk fuck.
8: Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you were in... I was in Fort Polk, Louisiana. Yep. I was getting ready. One thing, they did air it
9: all day long at school. And every class, which makes you think about today where they don't show anything to any kids, right? that they did because it was such a big event, which I think actually is important to do right now. They don't show anything. They pretend like nothing's happening anywhere.
7: Well, and, uh, uh,
8: into it and they got to have the next generation to not know and to not remember. So they get by with that much more shit.
7: But that's our, uh, that's our generational traumatic event. You know, like our parents ask, ask any one of your parents where they were when JFK was shot and they'll be able to tell you exactly, just like I asked you guys, you knew exactly where you were. You'll never forget. Same thing with JFK and Princess Diana to a degree. Like I remember where I was when I heard Princess Diana was killed.
1: Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I remember exactly yep. where I was. I yep. was on in way back girlfriends. Seventh-day Adventist girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You remember the crazy one. Yeah, I do. That psycho. (laughs) I was on the floor of my buddy's apartment with her, and we were laying there, and we were drunk, and I don't remember, we were just drunk, uh, or I was drunk, and uh, I remember hearing the news going, whoa, Princess Diana died? Yeah. And I was going, oh,
7: shit. Yeah. But, you know, really, I think 9-11 really was a was our our generational traumatic event. And honestly.
9: I believe that's when the true evil really started pouring in.
7: The the next generation's do for for one. A new one. When you think about it, because our kids don't, you know, they they don't remember 9-11. Most of them weren't born. Right. They hear about it, but it's like how we heard about JFK and they probably hear more of the conspiracy about it, like how we heard about JFK, because they, you know.
1: They don't get their news from yeah. normal sites.
7: Yeah. Well, it I was our Pearl friend. Harbor.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
7: There you go. Pearl Harbor is another
1: perfect example. Yeah.
7: So this uh, this generational traumatic event.
1: Could be whatever's coming. Could be. Whether it's revolution, whether it's, uh, that's the part that I, I don't understand. I, mean, I think it'll. You know, be a- I I think about revolution, and I know you guys think about. Oh, don't say that, Mick, because if you say that too loud, people are going to hear you, and they're going to cancel you. Please do cancel me by all means, by all means, because that just shows your tyranny even more, and it should hopefully piss somebody off, because that was one of the things I loved about cancel culture was if you got canceled, you wore it like a badge of honor. And it's this time we've come into we're, we're comfortable with it now It's not a big deal Well, you got canceled oh, Okay, well, welcome to, the pa- welcome to the game, pal It's normalized They normalized cancel culture It's not a big thing anymore Now, if you say you got canceled It's like, well, who hasn't? Been? <clears throat> but we're okay with it We're not, like, striking up arms Like, look, our founding fathers were canceled in the British parliament. That's the whole reason we went after Britain. Jesus fucking Christ. Do I have to engrave it on a plaque for you? That's the reason we did it. We were canceled. The original cancellation. That's what happened to us.
8: They said you didn't matter, and we said, oh, fuck yeah, we do watch this. Who just opened that door? And, and where is it? He did. I, mm. I don't. We have had so much more happen. We've been they did. We where have been.
1: Where are we? And we're nowhere. We're, we're like the 1986 Bears. We showed up big to the show. We put on a great show. We did a dance, and then we lost the big game.
8: I, I don't... Well, the game's not over yet. We'll see what happens. Not till the fat lady sings. And
7: I don't know how many fat ladies are going to be left at the end of this, so...
8: I don't know. Stacey Abrams, you know... Who is going to die? We we, we got uh, old Fanny Willis. She's a pretty die. big fanny. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the
7: end of this, I said.
8: How many fat ladies? Because uh,
7: I'll tell you, the other thing that's about to happen is the... International Monetary, food supply. Oh, yeah. Well, that's food uh, supply yeah. is about to collapse. That's about to go. Um, because since Biden shut off the spigots in Alaska, canceled all oil drilling now in Alaska. Did you hear about that? Yeah, canceled it all. Um, they're they're literally they're trying to get gas to three hundred dollars a barrel mm, when mm. that happens before that happens even at a hundred dollars a barrel i mean your food is going to be so prohibitively expensive you're you're not gonna be able to do anything i mean you're literally people are are, people are already skipping meals because they can't afford to eat and or pay all their bills
1: folks think about this for just like a really solid second here for one thing um but hey, over on the pill site hate the scratching um it has been released, it's out. Go get it anyway. On the other side of this, think about this just for one quick second. Just do you think these companies actually pay for the gas that it costs for them to take the product from wherever they manufacture it, send it to the endpoint destination, distribute it amongst the shelves, have it get bought, blah blah blah, the whole return bit? So do you think companies actually pay for that? No. You know who pays for that? You all do. Because when the product's originally made, it probably costs about $40 total.
7: Depending on what it is.
1: Depending on what it is. Maybe it costs a grand total of 40 bucks. But by the time it gets to you... You're paying $300. you are paying $300 for the same thing that they manufacture that only cost 40 bucks. So... When you look at what a company is willing to take on as an expense, that's a very deep dive because a lot of companies don't. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you think I show up to your door and um, yeah, it's a free charge. Yeah, it's a free charge. Yeah, it is. I show up. I'll tell you what's wrong with your door. I'm not going to tell you everything that's wrong with your door, but I'll tell you enough to get me in the door. And Um, Whether or not you accept that or not is whether I come up with more. And I say, hey, look at this. (laughs) This over here, this is broke too. Got to fix this. Because that's how business is conducted. In my world, we do it in your home. We show you what's wrong. I can show you what's wrong with a garage door. Now, depending on how much I think you're actually going to pay me, I can show you depending on how much I believe I can make. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to say, look, this is what's wrong with your door. You know what I do? 90% of the time, I do a lot of free work. That's what I do. I fix something that I already know is broken. And if I turn around and I tell you about it, you're just going to say no to my initial offer because it will be way more than what you want and what you can afford. I'm just going to fix it for free. And I do a lot of that. Why? Because I don't believe in showing up to somebody's house and not fixing something that I already see is broken. And I think it's fucked up that other companies charge an arm and a leg for it. I, I don't do that. If I know it's only going to take me a screw or two and it's not going to be any difference than what I'm doing <coughs> now, I'll throw another screw in it and fix it just for free. Because why? Why charge somebody some shit like that? That's my point. But it's still what's going to happen here. No company is paying for this. When all of this shit shakes out at the end, no company is going to lose money from this. Budweiser has lost, they've lost a lot of money, but they haven't lost a substantial enough
7: yet to cancel the product. Think about it. Well, you know what? If you go back and look, um, right before the whole Dylan Mulvaney stuff happened, before they started plastering its face all over things, uh, a lot of those companies were taking short positions in the market, mm-hmm. and now look who's buying up Bud Light: Bill Gates. Of course, Bill Gates is buying up Bud Light. Rebranding? I don't know. Just um, makes you wonder if they, you know, deliberately pushed out this trans thing, knowing what the reaction would be in order to drop the stock so that they could go in and turn around and buy it. It
1: does hit a large portion of the population that would go back to drinking it if all of a sudden it went right, but now they're injecting shit in it that you're ingesting. Every mm-hmm. time you pick up a pack of Bud Light. Oh no. Yeah, I don't think you know what I, I, I don't think I think everybody's shifted, and I don't think anybody's ever because once you shift beers, that's a that's a big any guy, and I know I'm surrounded by women right now, but any guy will tell you that's a big deal. That's yeah, an emotional shift. Beer. It is an emotional shift to shift beers. Yeah,
9: you emotional over this whole Budweiser light thing. <laughs>
1: No, well, I never drank Bud Light. But Not I, you, just like the men I
9: watch. They're real emotional about it.
1: I, well, I like my beer. I, I have a set thing that I like to come home and I like to consume, whether I'm doing the show before the show or after the show or during the show, I like to consume beer. Um it, <laughs> It's my thing. She likes to smoke weed. I'm down with that too. I don't have a problem with that either. We're just lucky. We agree on both. I like the beer, but for guys, we drink a specific beer. You have your go-to beer. Um, we don't like to try new things. New things suck. One thing I found about, that's how I figured out that IPAs all blow balls because they all taste like a fucking sour battery. They're fucking horrible. Jesus, people quit it with that shit. It drops hormone levels and men makes you gay. Stop. Stop. I, I completely believe that. I heard that fucking even before college. IPAs make you gay. I believe that. Holy shit. Go back to drinking just regular
7: loggers, please. Well, they have the highest estrogen content. So, yeah, that sounds about right. I, fuck. Yeah. IPAs suck. All I beer don't has, like. a, has, a, has a lot of estrogen in it, but IPAs have the highest estrogen content. Ugh. So, yeah, So, we they need a Patriot
8: beer high in testosterone. Yes. Well, you know that, that new- fuck uh, yeah. That new,
7: what is it? Hard right beer or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I, I, Ultra right. Ultra I haven't. Right beer. I can't find it. Um, They just, well, it was only online. You can only buy it online, but they just opened up distribution to a few states. Georgia's yeah. one of them. Sweet. So they're going to start selling it in stores in Georgia here soon. I'm going to try it.
1: I'll let y'all know. So that's what's coming up. As next. soon as I see it, I will buy it and yeah. I'll let y'all know. Because they're saying it's supposed to be under, uh, they, they dropped the price. Oh, oh. You can't say it. Not more. You can't say it again now. You can That's only say it. Was, you never heard that? You can only say it twice.
8: No. Yeah. I, never Every heard time you're that. going to hell. Well, I knew I was going to hell. My oh, okay, mom told well, me that a long time ago. I ain't worried.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck me. You're on it.
8: And she said any child that can melt cast iron. It is going straight to hell, and the devil's gonna be so happy Come to have here, so.
1: <laughs> Come on, Def. Uh, Eagles, Sixteen yeah. bucks seven. Come on, Eagles. No, the Patriots. It's not the Bucks. They're playing the Patriots today.
8: Uh he oh, giving you phony scores to make you happy.
1: Yes, I know. They're they're posting them in the chat. I'm watching, I've been <laughs> watching.
8: All right, so men will never beer. give up football. No, I beer. won't.
1: No, no, I won't. I got to drink beer and I got to watch football. Sorry. Just not happening. I watched all day. Well, for what I could yesterday. Man, I love... I, I I, think I like college football more now than I did before. I think now I respect it more because those kids are playing. They're just playing to play. I saw some shit yesterday. You just don't... You don't see that. Like, on the even on the pro level, you don't see, like, these plays these kids were making it's just like holy shit how did you just do that you you have to wonder you have to ask like what possessed you to move your body like that i saw a kid make a fucking catch basically upside down yesterday and it was absolutely ridiculous and i was like how did you even think to put your hands out to try to even grab the ball like what possessed you for one second to observe what everybody else would do?
6: They're used to said, hit I in. put my hands
1: out to catch my dumb ass. <laughs> and you ignored all of that to put your hands out and catch a foot. Ah.
8: Jason Stackhouse. It's okay. It hit me in the head. I'm telling you. I, I just used to that shit,
1: <laughs> man. I tell you what.
8: They know the rest of their lives. Did- Man, them being able to catch that ball come hell or high water to get that better team, to get that higher pay. They're, they're, they're going to do what they got to do.
1: I, I'm just sorry. There's like, uh, you know, one of the things I love about American football is it is not only is it a huge, like. Show. Show.
7: All scripted. Oh, I, I, well, they literally that's wrestling. A commercial about they're reading the script like see who's going to win this year. <laughs> I know, I know they really did. They did. They actually did. So, they actually um,
1: did a, a joke of what we all do in front of our Alexas when we say, "Hey Alexa, who's?" Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Don't you dare you, stupid bitch! Oh, I thought I saw it start chiming in the corner. It yeah. It
8: went.
1: Anyway, um, I was like, "Hey, you know that name." Uh who's going to win the super bowl this year? Uh, and you know, they basically did one of those commercials. Amazon did, Hey, who's going to win the super bowl this year. And right as Alexis starts to speak, according to the information I have, the, and it cuts away and it goes to music. And I was like, wait a minute, now they're making fun of us totally. because we completely do that shit like, hey, who's going to win the election this year? And you hear some, oh, there will not be an election this year. a matter of fact, World War III will break out right before the election this year and everything will end prior to that. Okay, bold move, Cotton. Bold move. I mean... See how that one plays out for him. Fire, rain. End of the world.
8: They say they, they know. don't know, but they know. They Liana,
1: know. we loved having you. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and for the rest of you fuckers, if yeah. you can do what Lindsay can do, you can do this too. Yeah. We'll, we'll take you on. We don't give a shit. We do these big shows. We always bring people on. Yep. So Love either Lindsay. way, it's about time for us to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Mike's uh, going to cook me dinner. Yes. So... <laughs> ladies... Thank you again
6: oh, We thanks. will talk
1: to you later uh, You can follow obviously Leanna She's over on Pilled And on Rumble 9.05 Monday through Friday Mostly mostly, mostly. Unless something major happens And, and days, then I you
8: know? always try to come back So keep an
1: eye out You have to If you don't you're fucked So, <laughs> And I've been fucked now twice this week Because she came back after the fact And I was pissed
7: yeah. And then he came home and he was like, why Amazon? I was like, yeah, I texted her and I was like, no show today. And she was like, there was, and there will be again. And I was like, okay. And then you were back on. He never checked again. So yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Anyway. And you can find Lindsay in the chats. Yes. Yeah, Monday, oh, like- through Sunday.
1: <laughs> Monday through Sunday. You got it. <laughs> so either way, y'all we'll talk to you later
7: for the make. NV Lynn. Have a great day. Fuckers. Bye. Thanks for watching
8: y'all.